Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the HGO Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan, and as always, I am joined with the boys, Hunter and Kyle. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hello. Oh, I'm doing just swell. Yeah, I'm loud today. I'm feeling it. <clears throat> it's like, most of the time, we're recording this at like 1am, and I've got to be quiet because there's other people sleeping around me, and I don't want to get a noise complaint. But you know, fuck it, it's 1am, but no one's here, so we're just going to be loud anyway. And no one's going to noise complain <laughs> me, because <laughs> they can't hear me, I hope. Let's find out. But no, welcome back to the show podcast. Also hopped up on like two cans of soda. I am buzzing because yeah, Kyle said it. through his bloodstream. I, I have a normal sleep schedule now. Kyle said, hey, I'm going to be late today, guys. I've got a tournament. I'm like, cool. So I was like, I'm just going to get like get high on like fucking soda for like an hour beforehand. So that by the time, yeah. So I was like, by the time that it gets to like 2, 3 a.m., I'll have calmed down from the soda, but I'll still be up because of the caffeine. But Kyle's done in 15 minutes and here I am buzzing off my fucking tits. Here we go, guys. Get ready. So in my defense, I said I'd probably go out in the first round. You and did, and I did. You were, yeah, I it did. was true because he was in a you were you were in a BB tag tournament that you hadn't yeah. prepared for because you'd forgotten you were doing it. So, I mean, I'd been playing throughout the week, but yeah, <laughs> it wasn't until like midday today. I'm like, oh shit, I have a thing to do tonight at recording time. I should tell the boys. Yeah, that you guys was ever, a thing. You guys ever, <laughs> yeah, I never just forget you have other commitments. Oh, all the time, oh, like literally yeah. all the time. I have like literally my rev- my week revolves around two <laughs> things mainly. It's this podcast, and then for those of you who don't know, I also have a radio show that I do every week. And each week, I swear I forget. They're each like half. Like th- there's like <laughs> they're both equally spaced, so that I have enough time to prepare for both. Yet I forget about both each week. It's great. I'm like fuck. <laughs> It's caught caught on with me again. But here we go. Welcome back to HBO Podcast, where every week we come together to sometimes talk about what's happened in the world of gaming. Sometimes, like last week, we chat about a load of shit because nothing happens. But this week, we have some great things to talk about, such as Horizon Forbidden West finally getting some gameplay. We talk about that Sonic thing that maybe kind of happened, I don't remember, because it was shit. We'll also talk about some other things that happened uh, what we've been playing and all that kind of stuff because that's what we usually do on this podcast when there's things to talk about so look forward to it as always timestamps are below if you want to skip to a particular topic um bit of housekeeping we don't really usually do this but we're getting close to e3 which is the time of the year where we actually have stuff to post about which means that we're going to have some stuff so next week this time next week be here at the usual time because we'll have our E3 prediction spectacular. What will that hold? Who fucking knows? Because half the publishers still haven't announced <laughs> yeah, anything. We don't even E3. know what's going to be there besides a few people. Yeah. Or we don't assumption- know the specifics yeah. of how they're going to be involved. We know several people are there. My assumptions are that we will be doing predictions for at least Nintendo, Xbox, Square Enix, maybe Ubisoft, maybe Sega and, and Atlas and all that. We don't know who's there yet. But those are the main ones that I think we're talking about. Obviously, Sony's not there. They're at Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Mess, but not anywhere else. So we'll see. <coughs> oh, we have to. We do have to do a Summer Game Fest prediction as well. We'll chuck it all in one. Next week's yeah. episode is going to be gotta... chaotic. Yeah. Well, yeah. we can. Yeah, we can project how much time Jeff Keighley will waste out of the two-hour time slot. The chances two are hours. <laughs> how dare you? If it's how anything like you. how he attacks the Game Awards. Oh yeah, but at least. 
the game awards are be funny because you can just laugh. There's an element of fun to the game awards most of the time. Yeah, because no one's it's expecting so shit. Long. Everyone goes in expecting their yeah. Smash reveal, and that's fucking it. So anything else that we get, we're just sitting there and laughing. Like when Joseph Farris shows up, says "fuck the Oscars," and everyone goes, "He did the thing," and then we move on with our lives. It's great. Fun. Or when they are when the big like medieval RPG showed the man in full armor doing a drop kick God, or whatever that happened. Was cool. <laughs> Crimson Desert. That was really cool. the game. I just remember because that was the part of the game was that I walked out on, and you guys were like, <laughs> "I was like, what did I miss?" And you guys were like, "The only good thing that's going to come out of this show," and it's still, <laughs> and it probably was. I still haven't checked it. Um, but no, we'll definitely be in having your defense. Our... It started with like a solid minute of just panning like yeah. landscapes. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> it I left took on. that I, I, a minute yeah. to get going. I um nobody I expected that. a full suit of armor man to just suplex somebody <laughs> yeah well i saw the panoramic shots and i was like well this is just gonna be garbage and walked away i was like i'll be back in five then i came back and everyone was like it was cool actually i'm like damn it i digress <laughs> e3 predictions next week it'll probably be huge which probably means they'll also split it up into publisher by publisher on the hdo highlights channel so if you haven't already go sub over there i'll probably do that for you just because it's probably better for analytics um and stuff like that so we'll probably do that as well next week um we're getting close to Ratchet. Ratchet will be the week after during <laughs> E3, so you will have a regular episode of HGO as well as all the E3 shenanigans. And we'll be doing watch-alongs, reactions, all of that kind of stuff to whatever we can based on when time zones happen and stuff like that. Because I already know that Summer Game Fest is at a stupid time where I think only I might be available. We'll see oh, what right. I do I'm not going to be here for that. Yeah, yeah only like I'll be sitting PM. there. Yeah. Less. Stupid. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I might I might just have to do it by myself. We'll see. Um, but we'll have a load of stuff uh, for E3. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channels uh, to get up to date with everything on E3. Uh, other than that, expect a couple more reviews coming out. Hopefully, we might get the Strikers spoiler cast out beforehand. I know you're waiting for it. It's actually the year anniversary. As this episode goes out, it has been a year since the P5 spoiler cast. So, round of applause. It's been a year since our like most listened to podcast episode. Um, we haven't peaked since then, apparently. Um, but <laughs> I think that was the first episode I hosted. Yeah, it was. Well done. Because it was that, and then it was also our first episode with a guest. It was. It was the first one with Jacob, who I keep saying on this podcast, we need to sort it out. We need to bring Jacob back because we've been saying for months that we will. We need to do that at some point. Um, but no, other than that, thank you for your support and thank you for supporting all the podcasts uh, so far. It's been a weird year, but we're getting there. We're nearly halfway through. Crazy. But um, Resident Evil review is out now. Resident Evil review is out. Go watch it. Uh, <laughs> links are in... Uh, it's probably recommended on the side of the fucking video, so go and check it out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, other than that, or the I don't think card I've got... at the top of the screen. Yeah, can other we than do that. cards? It's so much effort. Does YouTube allow us to do that? Yeah, we can do it, but I'll forget. Like that's the thing is, like I'm a one. Like when it comes to HGO, Yo, most you know of that the time... piece of paper in front of you. Write it down. <laughs> no, because I'll forget. Still, I sometimes I forget to put the end card on the videos. We're gonna get like a. We're gonna look in the description of this week's episode, and we're just gonna see like Resident Evil review in the middle of the timestamps. <laughs> Probably not, but um, yeah, there's a load of stuff uh, happening in the next couple of weeks. So stay up to date on the socials at H at Hot Games Only on Twitter if you want to keep up with what we're doing, because we still have no fucking clue. But we just thought we'd let you know. Yes, we're covering E3. Yes, we're covering whatever the fuck Jeff Keighley is gonna waste our time with. 
yes, we're covering Ratchet and Clank and all the other games that are happening in June. So make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends. Let's get to 100 subs. Maybe by the end of June. Can we get to it by the end of June? If we do, I'll do, I don't know, put a bet on, like Jack, one of Jack's right. stupid bets. I'll do something. Hey, um, that, that month-long bet of his is almost over. It is, and I am 100% Actually, it getting, will be over by the time this video goes up. And I am 100% getting 10 gifted subs because he still has not finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, so that's a big fucking... I'm like, I'm like the, <laughs> I'm like the tax collector. Where did he even leave off? Do you know? <laughs> yeah, chapter 9. He's still in fucking... Okay. Uh, whatever it's called. Oh hey, my did God. you ever finish it, or did Hojo's Lab break you? Hojo's Lab just killed it for me. That's... I already wasn't having the greatest time with that game. That's and, fair. And Hojo's I'm like, lab this lab is isn't doing favorite. anything to help anything. Yeah, it's not great. It's probably not even Max Middleman can save this game. It's it's an interesting section. But anyway, I digress. I think we've rambled long enough. We've had a chaotic intro. But hey, the energy's here. Because we have shit to talk about. You see what happens when we have stuff to talk about? The energy's here. We're ready. Uh, what do you want oh, to yeah, start it's with? It's different from last week's episode where we rambled about nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got stuff to talk about. What do you want to start with? I say we start with Horizon. Give the people what they want. I was going to say Sonic because Sonic would oh, take like Sonic? two minutes to talk about. Sure, let's <laughs> talk about... there's like nothing to talk about from What it. was it called? It was called like Sonic... Sonic Central. Sonic Central, that was it. What an awful name for an event, by the way. <clears throat> Um, let's talk about Sonic Central. Um, I watched it. Kyle, did you watch I it also, live? I did watch it. Hunter, you didn't bother because I think we told you not to. No, um, and I don't care about Sonic either. Neither so, do I. I've yeah. played one Sonic game yeah, in my me life. Either. I just didn't have anything else to do. If you count, it's Sonic one of those Hulk series races, where I'm like, I think I'll play a few of them someday, just because I feel like I should. But also. I'm not intent on going super deep into it. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I can 100% say that I played Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform. The only actual Sonic game I've ever played is Sonic Heroes for the PS2. And that's it. Um, I've played Sonic 2, Sonic Heroes, and Shadow the Hedgehog. So clearly, if anyone's qualified to talk about Sonic, it's us. That's a cultured group of games right there, dude. Like, you know, like that's that's like that's that is a that, that is literally just like you picked the most cultured Sonic game, Shadow the Hedgehog, right there. Should also <laughs> say, um, I never owned Sonic Heroes. It was my friend's copy that he let me borrow for like two weeks. Yeah, I own. Sonic I don't Heroes. think I beat it. It was great. It's so bad. It's like it's so good bad. It's one of those games where it's really bad, but as a kid, you were like, "This is so bad that it's kind of fun." It was one of those weird ones. <laughs> But I digress. Um, so the announcements at Sonic Central were mainly Sonic Colors is getting a re-release, which, for those of you who didn't know, it was a Nintendo-exclusive Sonic game. Mm-hmm. It was one of the two. It was, it was Colors and Boom that were the two exclusives, weren't they? I believe. Um, no. Yeah, Boom was... Well, Boom, Boom was... was, but there were also other Wii exclusive Sonic games. Yeah, like the no, two... Oh, well, but no, I mean... Like I the mean... Black Knight and... Yeah, but those, 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 those rings. Was, yeah, I don't count them. What I, what I was trying to say was there was a point when Nintendo had signed an exclusivity deal with Sega where the next mainline Sonic games were exclusive, not the shitty Black Knight spin off ones because they were still releasing stuff for the PS3, weren't they? Because the generations and stuff like that. Anyway, I digress. Colors and Boom were at the point where Sonic was kind of exclusive to <clears> Nintendo <throat> for a little bit. Um, 
Colors is now getting a port. Trust me, I don't think Boom will get a port. Uh, I think Boom will die on that console. <laughs> um, but I, I've heard good things about Colors. I'm just like, yeah, cool. That's fun. Glad that everyone Back else gets like to play Back in like 2012, it. when people were talking about the Sonic series as a whole, I think Colors was like mentioned as one of the last good ones. Yeah, it was Colors yeah. and Generations, right? They had like two back-to-back yeah. that were really good. Mm-hmm. And um, then people got fooled into thinking Sonic was going to be good. Yeah, for never... <laughs> and then Boom came out. <laughs> well, it was good from an outsider's perspective. It was good, and uh, and like I say, Forces Game of the Year that year. God, what a masterpiece! Uh, there was also Sonic like... Mania. Sonic Mania did good. Yeah, but it was like which is more recent and Mania. Mania's cheating. Mania is cheating. Let's be real. It's like it was. It's like a ROM hack of a Sonic game that was just made by fans. I'm like, yeah, it's great, but it was 100 percent cheating. It was like that couldn't be shit if they tried. Like anyway, so that was announced. There was the stupid. There was like the TV show where a guy came out and was like, "We're making a TV show." Mm-hmm. That happened. There was the merch, which is the worst shit I've ever seen. They like, I don't know if you saw this, Hunter. It was all over Twitter because people were memeing about it. About <laughs> the, weird, Sonic, like, the Sonic trip, yeah. Because they teamed up the with like Sonic a rap. Trip. That, yeah, they like, yeah, they were, they were, they teamed up with like a rap kind of like accessories kind of brand kind of deal thing where they had like Sonic chains, like necklaces of like the faces of all the Sonic characters. It was Sonic Tails Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite picture was someone put like the goku drip fucking meme of him like that but just with the sonic the hedgehog chain over the top of it and i was just fucking dying i was like that's hilarious <laughs> oh i love it um so that was a thing uh and then they announced the new sonic game which has no title and they showed genuinely just sonic running in a forest and that was it um yep. uh the classic and that was basically Sonic Central, and Is it was it really slated shit. for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah, it was twenty twenty two. Also, people data mine the, the website. over under on it being like passable is. Oh well, wait, wait till you hear this. Um, someone hacked the website. Well, they data mine the website. Should I say they didn't hack into it? They just did a bit of searching, and then they found that in one of the territories that that all the stuff was titled under Sonic Rangers, which is apparently the name of it. Um, and then someone then found a reset era thread from January of someone saying, hey, I've played the latest Sonic game in a gameplay test. It's called Sonic Rangers, and here's what it's about. And he just lists about how it's like open world, how it's garbage, and it played like ass. And everyone was like, and everyone just like shrugged it off. And then everyone was like, Hell oh, yeah. that, that 100% is a leak is 100% right, because it is Sonic Rangers, and it probably is Sonic ass. 6 baby. Yeah. I think Jeff Grubb was like, like the the most I believe this leak because like no one else would no one that was a Sonic fan would say that it was shit like because like that's what Sonic <laughs> fans are like they always love their games even though they're garbage there's no good 3D Sonic so that's that was Sonic Central I guess it was so shit honestly it was so it was. irrelevant <laughs> it was so irrelevant um, like Sega could have just taken the Pokemon approach and just went to Twitter and announced this shit yeah. That also happened. Uh, awful yeah, Pokemon God. Fucking awful box Pokemon God It dates. looks like people took pictures of toys and put like a shimmering effect behind <laughs> them. They and gave JJ Abrams some art. fucking toys and he was like lens flare and then the box art appeared. Like, 
the thing that the Pokemon box art reminded me of was, you know, back in the day when people used to make up fake Pokemon game leaks and then they'd be like, oh, Diamond and Pearl are getting a remake for the 3DS and then someone would make the worst box art you've ever fucking seen from like terrible JPEGs and would stick shitty special effects on it and everyone would laugh and go, ha, you're funny, that's a good meme. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like someone fan-made the box art and they were like, we'll take it. It does. Um, But we shouldn't... We're not going to dwell on Pokemon because there was literally no news other than... I've said it before. You know, I will bring this up really quick um, on the podcast because I mentioned it on Twitter and I want to get Hunter's opinion on this because I don't know if you saw my tweet. Um, Obviously, Diamond and Pearl slated for November, which I think is a shock to quite literally nobody because... um, That's just the Pokemon release cycle. You can you don't you don't like need them. an insider yeah you don't need an insider to know when a po- when the mainline Pokemon games are going to release because it's always November um, it's always the same well, week Pokemon of November as well have. yeah it's mm-hmm. always the second week of November most of the time unless there's another game coming out in the second week of November then they push it to the third um, but anyway um, then they announced obviously the new Pokemon what Arceus what's it called Legends Pokemon? Arceus Legends Ar- Arceus yeah Arceus is January which a lot of people are concerned about because they think that that game's being rushed. And I'm like, mate, every Pokemon game's rushed. So uh, don't worry. You have no fear of that because it's 100% happening. Um, I also should say, I'm going to play caveat here. Um, We saw that in January. And knowing Pokemon games, they roughly have a two or three year development cycle. So we saw that game two thirds of the way through development. So they still do have like a third of development left. So when we last saw it. So I'll play fucking devil's advocate and be like, yeah, there's a chance that they could fix it. Are they going to? No, they're not going to fucking fix it. How long ago was Sword and Shield at this point? Uh, 2018? 2019. 2019, right? Because the expansion pass was last year. Yeah, but they started on Legends Arceus before Sword and Shield had finished development. Alright. And they outsourced these remakes and Snap, so it's not like they Mm -hmm. were busy with that. Yeah, so this this is the next Pokemon game. But the thing that I wanted to talk about with you, Hunter, is this has solidified to me that Breath of the Wild 2 is March next year. Hmm. Because November, to me, would be the big slot that you'd stick a Zelda. If Zelda was coming out this year, you'd stick it in November. I don't see it coming out earlier. I feel like some people think it's coming out in September, and I laugh at you if you I think mean, that they... that's going to fucking happen. I mean, if it was ready, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, but is it? But is it though? Like, yeah. Is it? <laughs> is it? Is it though? Hunter, look at me. See, look at me. It's look, a look at me in the eyes. <laughs> look at me in the eyes with a straight face and tell me that Breath of the Wild Two is done. Look at me. I don't know. And tell me Damn. it's not. It's not done. It took them twenty six fucking years to make the first one. It's not done. <laughs> The first one was supposed to be Wii U exclusive. (laughs) Never forget that. My favorite part about the fact that it still came out on the Wii U is that a Wii U game won Game of the Year in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I've never thought about it like that. But no. Yeah, exactly. I would love to be. I would like. I'd love to be proven wrong. I do not see Dude, Breath I wish Horizon had come with a date because I would have been like, "All right, Breath of the Wild's coming out the other end of that week." You know, yeah, you know why? You know why? Grill it, right? Someone said this on Twitter. I think it was Jeff Grubb. I think Jeff Grubb again said this on Twitter, and I was like, "He's one hundred percent right." The reason Gorilla 
haven't set a release date is because they're waiting for fucking Nintendo to announce a release date for Ref- to see if they're going to announce a release date to E3 because they do not want what happened last time of them coming out in the same week again. They don't want that to happen. They're probably sitting there going, this game's done for September. Let's just wait and hope that Breath of the Wild is not coming out in September because we're not having the comparisons <laughs> again. Like, I 100% believe that's what they're like. Um, but anyway, to me, it's not coming out in September. And if it does, I'll be happily proven wrong and you can all laugh at me when that happens. But Oh god, if it did come out in September and Horizon came out at the same time, like this imagined scenario... <laughs> would be happening and the switch pro that would literally be fucking chaos if the switch pro breath of the wild 2 is isn't death loop supposed to come out in september too yeah that'd be suddenly very packed genuinely Um, i just want to fast forward to e3 week right now (laughs) so i can laugh at ethan yeah well just because it happens to be september my prediction right now is well even if they announce it for september it doesn't mean necessarily that it'll make the date Literally, you can like, you can put this in a highlights montage next year. I don't care, right? You can watch me. The rumor is that the Switch Pro is coming out in September-ish, right? You can lit. You can you can hold me down to this. If Switch Pro is September, Pokemon November, the other Pokemon January, Breath of the Wild two in March. I'm that is the order that is happening. Breath of the Wild two is in March, and Splatoon three will come out in June or July when Splatoon shows up. I don't remember what Splatoon 2's release date is, but it always shows up at the same time. It's like the fucking flu; it comes every year. You know, it's the Splatoon season, dude. Let's 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 release a new Splatoon thing. <laughs> you're a kid. You're a squid. <laughs> you're a kid. You just hear it in the distance, <laughs> over the hills. You just hear the fucking you're a kid now. You're a squid. <laughs> As they pull up in their fucking inkling mobile, dude, down with the skateboards <laughs> off the fucking car. <laughs> it's like a fucking apocalypse. Like the fucking everyone just runs away. Dude. Like everyone's just That's what they're going home. for with Splatoon 3, too. Yeah, honestly, it's like I'm, I'm just imagining Bloodborne kind of scenario. Just everyone's locking their doors. Everyone's like, the beasts are coming, and it's just the fucking inkling. <laughs> Oh, this is incredible. Oh, fuck me. That was, uh... <laughs> Sorry, that was like... I don't know where that came from, to be honest. I, honestly, <laughs> Neither do I, but you... I, honestly, I think we I... found our intro. <laughs> I honestly have no clue. Uh... Oh, would that we had an animator to make uh... that. Uh, one day, I hope. Honestly, like, I'm going to make sure that will definitely be the intro. And we will remember that. If we ever do get a big enough audience, we'll have that one animated. We'll have that from the back catalog. Anyway, oh, man. you can hold me to that. That's why I 100% believe that Zelda will be March from this. I feel like it solidified it. I'll be wrong and I'll take it. But I just don't see Breath of the Wild being September. We haven't heard they, We haven't heard from this game since two years ago, isn't it? Like It's been yeah. like 2019. Yeah. When Unless you want to it. count the last Direct where they said oh, yeah. we don't have anything to show. <laughs> Yeah, Al Numa showing up in his drip going, we have nothing. He is more Skyward Sword. <laughs> his drip. Literally, he was literally in the exact same pose. He was just standing there on a black, like, literally just fucking, <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See you at E3, maybe, because the Nintendo, as of recording, still hasn't announced anything. Um, but no, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. Do you agree yeah. with me? Do you disagree? I feel like March is probably the more likely scenario. I would like to hope 
for September just because I'm a hopeful fellow. Hmm. I mean, wouldn't we all? I think everyone, like, I don't know, like, most game droughts feel bad, right? At least for me, as someone that plays a lot of modern games, like, when they come out. Game droughts do feel bad. But I think this is the first time since, because we have a podcast, it's become a lot more important to me, not just because I want to play video games, but it's very hard to do a podcast when nothing's coming out. Like, when you look out your window, like, ah, what's this podcast topic for this week? You look out and you just see a tumbleweed just fucking fly past. (laughs) You're like, well, I guess we're talking about some random shit again. Um, Ah, the best first-person shooters. (laughs) Ah, Army Man RTS. It's my favorite first-person shooter, personally. Um, but um, yeah, so that so those release dates happened. Um, Far Cry Six thing happened, which I'm not going to talk about because no one. I hate Far Cry personally. I think it's the most dull video game series on the planet. Um, I only really ever appreciated three. Once you play three, you've literally played four, five, and from the looks of it, six because they genuinely just yeah, click copy and paste every fucking time and do the same gameplay. <laughs> It's the most Ubisoft of all of Ubisoft's games. Genuinely. It also makes me laugh because it's the most political of Ubisoft's games, and they always... And, and they go, refuse to commit to it. It's not politics, guys. <laughs> it's like this new one. There's a, it's like, it's about overthrowing a dictatorship, and they're like, guys, it's not political, though. We're overthrowing a dictatorship, but it's not political. We're just doing it. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. It's like last time when they had a religious cult in America and they were like, guys, not political or religious, we swear, it's just a theme. We swear, guys. <laughs> um, But no, we're not talking about Far Cry because fuck me. The the funniest thing about Far Cry was they set a YouTube premiere. Did you hear about this, Hunter? If it's like five hours, there was like five hours of just stuff. No, that was Horizon. But Kyle, you'll, oh. lo- you'll love this, Kyle. They did a YouTube premiere where they set it for 9.30 and told everyone, be there at 9.30. The YouTube premiere countdown starts, you know, the two-minute countdown? Yeah. Face to black. <laughs> Fades Stream in starting a soon. screen with 30 minutes in the corner counting down. <laughs> <laughs> Why would just tell people to come at 10? <laughs> they didn't. They told everyone to come at 9.30 because I don't think they realised so how stupid. premieres worked. So they, it was just oh, funny. Man. Anyway main topic that we're here for finally guys sony decided to feed us finally horizon we have seen gameplay of the forbidden west um that was the thing that had a five hour countdown but playstation did specify a couple of days beforehand saying it's at 2 p.m but we're starting the stream at nine and we're having a five hour countdown that's what they did say um which was a very nice countdown they did some like panoramic for five hours i don't know what who the fuck sat through it i personally was like oh that's cool <laughs> see you in five hours um but let's talk about it obviously um kyle doesn't have a horse in this race really um uh, uh, excuse you well, he has it selected as his excuse draft you ethan oh I'm, so yes, despite I maybe do. not caring i have about a great big mechanical horse in this race <laughs> From the score, you care about the score, but not the I do care about the score. The game itself. I um, hope it scores a 195. I don't think it'll do that. Very optimistic. I disagree, know. Hunter. People um, like yeah. Horizon. People do yeah. like Horizon. I don't think they like it to the point to break the scale, though. Sure. <laughs> if but ever now. there was a time. <laughs> so we saw Horizon Forbidden West. We saw about 15 minutes of gameplay. As Hunter mentioned, no release date. Um... We've kind of talked about it. We'll talk about it again in a bit about the release date, but I 100% think they are waiting for Nintendo to kind of announce something about Zelda. 
Um, and I don't even think it's a joke. <laughs> I genuinely think they're like, we don't want to be in the same month as Zelda again. We learned from last time. Um, what did you think? I'm going to throw it to you, Hunter, because as everyone knows, if you've been, if you listen to this podcast before, Hunter, I would consider out of all of us, Hunter is number one Horizon fan. Like I liked Horizon quite a bit when I played it. Um, it wasn't my game of the year. Uh, Breath of the Wild was my game of the year by a landslide. Um, Breath of the Wild was also my game of the year for the record. And now that but... yeah, and now that <laughs> and now that I played other games from 2017, I will 100 yeah. Now that I've played Persona as well, Persona Five knocked it down high. a peg. Yeah. I probably <laughs> near as well would have knocked it down another peg. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, out of the out of all of us, you are number one Persona fan. Uh, Persona fan, no, ah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> number one Horizon fan. Um, Number one Horizon fan. What did you? What were you? What did you make of this? I'll let you oh, talk well, about it. What did you make of it? It certainly looked cool. I like, I like the machine designs for these new things a lot, like the raptors, the, for example. The, the chainsaw raptor. I want to know who came up with that because that, <laughs> I'm like that guy deserves a raise because that is fucking. That looks so much design. cooler than just the Watcher from the. Uh, the Watcher was fine in the first game, but this, if it's like the standard like raptor thing that you're gonna see a bunch, that's. Really I think cool they mentioned the. I, I think they mentioned that the watchers are in the game still. I think they mentioned uh, that. Um, but because I think you know the you know the guys that were swimming over the top of the water in that section that she kind of ducked oh, down yeah. for. Apparently, those were watchers. I believe. Um, really. Yeah, they okay. said that they weren't the raptors that were in the water. It was a different robot. They specified. Oh, all right. <clears throat> um, but no, I do like those. We already saw the the mammo tusks or whatever they're called. Um, yeah, but it was cool to get a better look at like how fighting one would be. They're pretty cool. Uh, um, yeah, like. I really like the design of them, and I'm like, oh, like that's the main thing that Horizon nailed was there's the designs of the dinos, the the robot dinosaurs. They're not just robot when you, they're not just robot dinosaurs. Like they actually do put a lot of thought into them, and obviously, yeah, if you play it, like destructible components and stuff, mm-hmm. it made the combat very engaging in that way. Once you and if you played the original, how it worked. Um, you didn't get that far, Kyle. But if you played the original, you also learn that there's a reason behind the designs of all of them and why they are that way as well from a story perspective which i always find is really cool because um which is which just has me very interested okay what is the fucking lore behind chainsaw velociraptor please (laughs) i would love to find out how the fuck that fits in or or fucking mammoth like where the fuck does woolly mammoth come in i digress like i don't know but uh to be fair i'm just hoping they go with cool anyway sorry they mentioned that um now the humans are like coexisting with these machines they're like thralls or something which i hope you can break the like yeah i hope you can break that thrall in encounters with that and just let the machines go wild on them because i like being able to instigate two parties to attack each other in games yeah (laughs) but um aside from that it should be nice because it's uh humans are always the least interesting thing to fight in games like this like the machines are significantly cooler Mm-hmm. Like days gone, humans were less interesting to fight than the horde of zombies, etc. Yeah, they're just never as fun. So now that they have machines with them, at least that'll be a little less. Well, it's, to me, it's not even game. that because it's like in the first game, the humans are extremely boring to fight. Just from that little gameplay section, it's kind of funny that one of the bits that impressed me the most about this whole gameplay demo was that little fight in the camp where Aloy takes that guy out from behind 
fucking bashes the other one in the head with the spear and then does that cool fucking electric surge attack with the spear and then kind of does like kind of does like a rebound bounces off him and then shoots him with the fucking arrow in the chest i was like that "That shit's cool like because as kyle mentioned a couple of weeks ago with horizon the spear until i have been told ed very much had a fucking argument with me that if you get into late game spear is viable in the first game yeah yeah whatever dude no, i don't i still fucking don't trash i still don't believe it but in my opinion the spear actually looks viable in this game where right? it looks like they have actually took a look at the hand-to-hand combat and have made it look a lot more appealing a lot more visceral like you feel the weight in it it felt like actual combat um yeah this not time just around. a emergency get away from me move and the combo like the, the whole having different element i assume that's what the spear thing is they mentioned that there are other upgrades for the spear but my assumption is that it's kind of like an elemental thing where you'll probably have a fire one as well and some other kind of yeah. thing that's a really cool little idea is being able to pull off elemental things and combo it with the bow i feel like that's going to be a really fun um yeah that should be cool little thing like smack someone with a fire thing and then shoot a bow past them and like light it on fire that'd be nice or shoot an arrow past mm-hmm. them and light it on fire um be cool. two other little details that i'll mention um before i pass it back to you hunter of some more stuff that i want to mention is one i love the fact that they are going all breath of the wild on this and going okay if you're going to draw fucking comparisons we'll add the fucking glider in fuck you <laughs> um, yeah because one of my Might one of my well. biggest gripes of Horizon, especially in the first one, when there are vertical sections, are oh I've got to climb down, and then you have to do the fucking mantling all the way down, and it's a bit boring and it's a bit shit. Being able to just jump off things now and glide down is a much better system, and I'm grateful for it. Like I said to Kyle, I think I DM'd you while you're doing it. I'm like, if we don't get to jump off a size skyscraper in San Francisco using this thing, I'm gonna be very fucking upset, even if it's not in a cutscene. <laughs> I, I just 100% see a cutscene of them being in a fucking skyscraper and then Aloy just fucking dipping, being like, I'm out. Um, just want it. It's like with Breath of the Wild. My favorite thing in Breath of the Wild when you climbed a really tall tower or a really tall cliff was just fucking jumping off it straight away and being like, wee, yeah. off we go. Good stuff. Um, so that was really cool. Two, I really like, and this is very nit, like this is very nitpicky for me, but I really like how they have now put what's climbable to the hollow link thing i don't remember what it's called that is a good uh, the focus. but making everything not painted bright yellow and having it glow yellow with the fucking hollow thing instead honestly does my ocd so like <clears throat> my my ocd does my fucking head like a lot better than it does because it's like okay cause... it is more intuitive because you know why would these just be painted yellow randomly <laughs> was, in the was, world yeah like i say it, it did my part of my head that gets fucking triggered by those kinds of things my quote-unquote ocd it's not ocd but you know what i mean when people say ocd that's what the kind of stuff that they mean <laughs> not actual ocd yeah um, so that seems to mean to me that it pro- you probably can't just climb up. It's probably not as free climbing as Breath of the Wild was, but I think there's more things that you can climb than the original game. And I, I like that it, it, it still offers a bit of exploration. Not have Like I say, if you go into the original Horizon, it has Uncharted 2 Syndrome, which is essentially everything that you can climb on is painted in a specific color. And in Horizon Zero Dawn, it's P-Yellow. Everything's fucking colored P-Yellow. You see, you see, you got through the game enough, Cal, to see the fucking rocks that stick out with the P-Yellow fucking paint stroke all over them. I don't so, remember. Basically, for some reason in Horizon, there's this law where one guy went around the whole fucking world and decided to 
paint every rock that could be climbed on yellow for some reason um and i hated it because i was like it took all the fun out of it because you saw a mountain and you're like well i know how i'm climbing it because i can fucking go where there 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 and just see all the fucking yellow marks all over the place um so that was really cool also the grappling hook is very cool being able to fucking addition of the grappling hook is nice being able to just like kind of just pull yourself up tall structures very quickly instead of having to fucking assassin's creed it where you just very slowly uh climb up very cool liked it a lot uh man is this game pretty um yeah it is i don't know how this game's gonna look on ps4 i genuinely don't (laughs) it's gonna be one of those games where i'm just like let's see fingers crossed one of the first things i noticed was uh the animation with just the people is a lot i was gonna make I was going to mention it. That was my next thing. Yeah, go for it. Then, uh, it was, like, a lot of the first game, when you were in conversations with people, it was just kind of the typical, like, I always think of Dragon Age when it does this, where it just pans to one person, pans to the other. Typical thing there. And just kind of stilted movements. For for those of you on podcast uh, listeners, I'm basically doing the thing. They're always, like, at this kind of angle to the camera, like, this kind of angle, always this angle... And they're always like kind of bit of head movement and then kind of jaggy uh, mouth movements. And then sometimes like they'll do a bit of a thing like that, but it's the exact same. Um, yeah. Which they had to do, I believe, because I believe a lot of the side quests like animation was automated because they didn't have enough time to keyframe all of that stuff in. But yeah, it's such a glow up. That was the first thing I noticed when I saw the facial animation I was like, oh shit, we're not doing fucking mass effect andromeda fucking animations of just like kind of automating it and having it look a bit janky um the models just look better in general as well um everyone looked, yeah, everyone which... says that aloy looks really good the one that got me was errand um yeah, the guy that was being he was in original he's in the game later he's a character you meet uh, kyle later in the horizon and he looks so much better like, his model in the original Horizon, I thought, looked fucking stupid at times. I was like, his beard looked really stupid. And his just hair just didn't fit. I was like, why is his hair so weird? Now, in this game, I'm like, oh, that's what you were going for. That's what he's supposed to look like. I get it now. He doesn't look as bad. He actually looks like... <laughs> like, he looks really good now. So, yeah. Very big glow up. It's it's just... I'll probably... I'm, pr- I'm, I'm probably going to put this in the thumbnail as clickbait. So I'll ask the question hunter do you think this will be game of the year uh you know assuming that it comes out and like zelda doesn't i it would be a very strong contender as far as the things that i'll play you know i think it's because i i I really liked horizon the first in the first place and i think that this one is going to be an improvement i honestly Sony's got looking at the first parties in terms of Sony's got a really strong year this year. I honestly think we are going to see a game of the year awards where three of the nominations are Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, and Horizon Forbidden West. If they all come out, I genuinely see this happening. Um, it, I, yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm like, Microsoft obviously is going to have Halo this fall. It's coming out. I don't know. People still think it isn't. I think it's 100% coming out. They have nothing. They okay, need to release that Ethan. fucking game. It's coming out. <laughs> okay, Ethan. And I hope it's good. I hope Xbox really needs a game right now. They like they don't even have Psychonauts because Psychonauts um, is coming to other consoles because it was before 
the acquisition. So Psychonauts 2 is going to be on every platform. Um, they maybe will have a Forza. But other than Halo, it's like PlayStation, at least now, are just hitting banger after banger and it just seems it's going to continue going. Deathloop looks incredible and it's a timed exclusive at the moment for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> Ghostwire Tokyo, if that yeah. shows up again, like, you know, it's going to be a strong year I, I, for PlayStation. I, I, yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it certainly does look like it will be. At this point, I genuinely... At this point, Nintendo, I feel like, is the only people that are going to stop, stop it because Microsoft... I've said it before, when Microsoft Studios are fully up and running, Jesus Christ, there's going to be a lot of games on Xbox to play because they have like 25 studios. And if if every studio made a game like every three or four years, that means you're guaranteed to get like <laughs> eight games a year from Xbox, which is fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah. man, like, I don't see Halo competing. It's just Breath of the Wild. Halo isn't... Halo isn't really the kind of game that you'd think the critical, like the critics would choose for that game of the year anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, unless it's like super shockingly like amazing, well, then you know you hear people like I've heard a load of people make these arguments where um, I've heard people say, especially people on the Xbox side of things, have heard people say that. Halo Infinite has to be a masterpiece when it comes out. People have, like, are of this impression of when Halo comes out, Halo has to be a big deal and it has to be like this massive thing. I remember, I think it was Paris uh, from Kind of Funny that said that it's like when Halo comes out, it needs to be a masterpiece. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, no, it fucking doesn't. It just needs to be Halo. It doesn't matter if that game is the worst Halo game of all time. Halo fans are going to buy it and play it. People are going to fucking play Halo because it's Halo. I meant specifically for the game of the year discussion. I don't, yeah, and as I was going to get to that, and as for the game of the year discussion, I don't think Halo will ever get game of the year nom because Halo. It's like it's like if Call of Duty got a nom because it doesn't matter how good the Call of Duty campaigns are. It's like I don't think that it. I don't. I don't know. I just don't think it would fit. Personally, I'd love to be proven wrong. I can't wait to see Halo Infinite be the best story ever told. And I'll be like fucking sitting here at the end of the year going, <laughs> guys, my bad. My bad, guys. <laughs> um, but no. Uh, final thoughts, I guess, on Horizon. Uh, it's great. It looked like, honestly, I don't want to look. They said they have more to show. And it's genuinely one of those games where I'm like, just give me a date. And I'm yeah, there. I'm already I in. I, I, I just want the date, too. Also, like, I like that the environment looks drastically different from the other game. Also, when she opened the map and it showed, like, the whole world, I'm like, oh, man. Even if they finish Aloy's story, they could use this Which world for other things. Which they won't. I can 100% guarantee Well, that. I'm not saying for this game. I'm just saying, like, in the future, like, if they make Aloy's game or oh, Aloy's yeah. story done at, like, three, they could choose another, like, set one in, like, China or something. Who knows? <laughs> that would be interesting. I 100% do see Horizon as a trilogy, at least. That's my guess. Is yeah. It feels like a middle... This honest, It does feel like a... Like, it doesn't feel like... There's nothing about Forbidden West that screams to me, this is the end of Aloy's story or Aloy's journey or anything like no, that. No, no. It very much... I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I'm very interested as well, because it's, it's interesting that we don't really know much about this game. And that that's... And I hope Sony's keeping this kind of thing up, because it's like... 
when Returnal came out, we didn't know too. We didn't know too much about it. We didn't know enough. Like sometimes games I overshare enough to be interested. So yeah, sometimes some games overshare. Right, you always have that thing where it's like, oh, I wish you hadn't shown that. Like, I wish you could have just kept it in your fucking pants. Like, I hate when games do that. Cough like, every Pokemon game. Yeah, or like Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts three had a great selection of worlds, and some of those would have been great fucking surprises. Like game, mm. like worlds like Big Hero Six would have been a really nice surprise for fans of Big Hero. Like Big Hero Six to me is not a brand that's big enough to be like, here's the reveal, and then that that's that's the perfect kind of world to be like, we keep that in because people will fucking freak out when Big Hero Six shows up because it's a cult classic and everyone loves it, right? Yeah. But Kingdom Hearts Three literally showed you every single fucking Disney world before the game came out, or um. <laughs> What's a good example? I'm just trying to think of video games uh, that kind of do this. Uh, most of Metal Gear Solid 5's plot was pieced together before the game came out. Yeah. Oh, that's another. So that's a good or, example. Yeah. Or games like um, Insane Trilogy and Spyro Reignited were 100% this, where they showed like every level before release, and I was like, you left no surprises for me. Like, Especially in a game like that, you're like, oh, God. Like, I remember with Spyro Reignited, I was like, oh, imagine how Breeze Harbor will look in Reignited, or imagine how, you know, Midnight Mountain will look. And then, and then fucking Toys for Bob's like, no need to wonder or buy the video game, look at it here. <laughs> and I'm like, god damn it. Let me fucking find out for myself. But no, Returnal, perfect amount. Ratchet, it's getting close. I've avoided stuff now because I feel like they're oversharing a bit too much of Ratchet. Like, apparently the whole intro is out there. Like, they've shown the intro cutscene and the premise oh, to it really? and i'm like i don't want to see that shit why the <laughs> fuck why the fuck would i want to why the fuck would i want to see the first 15 minutes of the video game when i'm not playing the video game i've never understood that why did why are there these first 15 minutes of x game gameplay i'm like i want to see that for myself why the fuck are you showing me this <laughs> um yeah and horizon i hope they do that as well all we know is storms are happening aloy's in the west to try and figure out how to stop it and we know that uh, Silas was it the uh, guy. Silence. The other... Silence. That was it. Yeah. Silence, not Silas. Silence. He's also involved, and I assume that he's the one responsible for to getting the getting the robots on the bandit side. Why he's doing it, what he's doing, we have no fucking clue. But I assume he's kind of. I'll involved be interested with that. to see if this game's story can keep up the intrigue without having the mystery of what happened to fall back on. I 100% think it will, because... I'm confident that it will. It's just one of those things thing, where... I, I also feel like they, d- they didn't answer every question. I feel like it's one of those yeah. things where we know the backstory of Horizon's world. We don't know the detail, really. Like, who knows? Are all, like, for ex- are all these robots from the same fucking source? We still don't know that. We don't know what's happening in the West. The West isn't really mentioned that much in the original Horizon, so it's kind of interesting anyway we'll see we'll give horizon a break now because i'm sure kyle's sitting there going oh my god they're still talking about this fucking game so we'll we'll leave it there uh has that is that everything have we talked about all the news that happened this week is that all of it um i don't think any of us really care about dying light so i did i did watch it (laughs) what have you i quickly on dying light dying light looks cool I'll say that much. I'm not into it because I'm not really a big horror guy. 
Oh, and the Dying whole... Light is not really a horror game. I played, the, <laughs> I played the first one. It just has zombies. Yeah. So yeah, but it's like it's the not really a horror the, game. The nights for the that it's like the night. Oh, the nights for the monsters. Also, can I just say a little pet peeve? I hate when zombie <laughs> games try and act like that. Their zombies aren't zombies. It really fucking triggers me where they they like in Dying Light they're calling them the monsters and they're like, oh, they're not zombies oh. because they're still like they're human. They're not undead. They're oh, still yeah. human. They're Days the monsters. Tried. I'm like, they're fucking zombies. Ben tried Don't to push with that with Days Gone a lot, and I'm like, oh, these are clearly zombies. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that the only one that I'll allow is clickers. That's the only one that I'll allow because. <laughs> One, clickers is cool, but two, clickers make sense. Because what do they do? They fucking click. click. And also, yeah. they don't look like humans. They don't look like undead. They're like fucking weird, like, mushroom people. I'll, like, I'll accept those. <laughs> but I will not yeah. I will not accept any other form. Otherwise, it's zombies, dude. No fucking monsters or whatever the fuck they call them in um, Dying Light. I don't remember what they call them in Dying Light. I don't. I don't know either. I don't recall. But, but no, Dying Light yeah, looks cool. Dying Light's not a horror game. Like, you can actually dropkick zombies in that game. Oh, nice. <laughs> fun. A notion of how silly it is. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the original Mirror's Edge, and I like Mirror's Edge yeah. Catalyst as well. Um, so you'd think it'd be a game that I would go to, but I'm not really a big zombies guy. As much as I play uh, Call of Duty, I buy Call of Duty for zombies. That's like the only zombies thing that I've ever... Other than Last of Us yeah. and stuff like that, it's the only thing I've really cared about. Anyway, it was definitely a game that I only got because my siblings got it for me, and I was like, "All right, play it with you guys." And it is four-player co-op, I believe. Dying Light uh, Two, I believe it is. Was the original four-player co-op as well? Yes. Yeah, cool. Um, so that was a thing. It's coming out December seventh. Um, I'll. Uh, my only response to that is see you in twenty twenty two because that seems like the perfect fucking release date to go. Ha ha ha! J K guys, we meant February. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> December seventh to me is literally like the packing your bags of release dates where it's like, yeah, we're definitely there. We're definitely gonna be here on December seventh, and they're already getting ready to move. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> it's what Cyberpunk should have done last year, but they decided we ain't moving, and look what happened. Um, well, Cyberpunk go. got pushed so many times already. I mean, Cyberpunk's still not out, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, until, that's until, true. Until PS, <laughs> until the PS the next gen version's out and it's actually fixed. In my heart, Cyberpunk is still not out. Um, which I still oh, find. Oh, but man, people are gonna keep talking about it. I find it great to be until honest I'm dead. because Cyberpunk. No, I I really respect Cyberpunk being awful when it came out because it was that bad that no one spoiled the game because everyone was too busy bitching about it. So it was great <laughs> for me. I know nothing still about Cyberpunk because all I've heard is game bad, game bad, game bad. <laughs> Getting cock. Yeah, literally all that. Literally, my only my only knowledge of Cyberpunk is the Keanu Reeves fucking out of context memes, dude. That's it. <laughs> That's it. But anyway, that's. Did you, Kyle? Did you say there was another piece of news? Uh, yeah. Um, just something small. Um, Dragon Quest Three is getting a oh, remake. Right. Oh, right. The, about, oh, thank you, Kyle. The, the weebs would have killed HD2D us. HD two D style of Octopath Traveler. 
never played a Dragon Quest game, but I might get I'm just going to call it the Dragon I'm in the same boat, dude. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Dragon Quest Direct. We'll talk about the Dragon Quest thing, because I actually did see parts of the Dragon Quest thing. One, that... Wait, that, there was a whole Direct? Yeah, it was, it was like yeah, a whole... Yeah, announced like 12 and stuff, Dragon too. Quest 12, uh-huh. Dragon Quest 10 stuff. Uh, we'll talk all about it. I had it. just seen the Dragon Quest 3 stuff floating around Twitter, and I'm yeah. like, hell yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest yes, HD, please. yeah, it was, it's called like Dragon Quest 3, HD 2D, 2D. HD, yeah, HD 2D, is it? Whatever it is. Yeah. It, look, like, it looks cool. I'm like, oh, they're doing this. To me, mm-hmm. this this screams to me, after Octopath Traveler was great, right? I've heard nothing but great yeah, things. It was. it was really good. It. Now that Square's announced this, this genuinely just seems to me like like the gears have like clicked in my mind i'm like this is how they're gonna remake all of the old rpgs in squares catalog i'm like this is That's it what i was thinking too this is gonna be final yeah. fantasies one through six this is gonna be fucking dragon quests Very one probably, two and three yeah. i'm like this is how these games are gonna get remade now i'm like mm-hmm. which one has me a bit concerned i'm like i hope they do something else in the octopath ip at some point i hope they do continue to make new games with this engine and not now just go ah we can do we can make money by remaking everything in this fucking thing look um i hope they do something with octopath that's not just their mobile game octopath has a mobile game yeah it does it's like continent of the conquesters or something no clue conquerors of the continent i don't know it's japan only right now it's a gacha game all i know is triangle strategy 2022 boys oh triangle strategy Mm. i really still hope i really hope it's called triangle strategy still i really do me too it's gonna be (laughs) honestly literally worst name of a video game i've ever seen like (laughs) dude it's great so bad um i mean octopath travel still like it's one of those names that's settled now where I'm like, yes, that is the name of a video game. But I still look at it and go, this is ma- this is literally like a bad mark. This is like bad management at its finest where they called it a pro- they called a project something <laughs> stupid and then they got too far in development and went, fuck, we don't have a name for this. <laughs> and they were just like, guess we're keeping the hey, project Jim, you got a name for the game yet? <laughs> exactly. Uh... Uh, we could take the project <laughs> off the title and leave it as it is. <laughs> Oh, that's that's why we pay the Jimmy the done, big. Sir. Yeah, that's why we pay Jimmy the big bucks or the Thanks big Jen, I guess. Yeah, it well has the done. same energy as all of my English essays in high school being yeah. title. Hell yeah! Dude. Like, uh... <laughs> uh, but um, that's what it screamed to me. Dragon Quest Three looks great. I'm glad it's getting a world mm-hmm. ride release because Dragon Quest seems to be in this state where it's some of it isn't. Um, so that was one thing. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure RPG fans are going to love it. Dragon Quest Twelve was announced. Uh, well, quote-unquote announced. They did a Nintendo where they were like... They, they literally were like, drum roll, please. <laughs> this exists. JPEG. And then they showed a JPEG, <laughs> and everyone went, that's a great JPEG. Can't wait to see the actual game in six years. Can't wait. Can't wait for this game to restart development six times. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, literally, someone made it. Someone made me laugh, and it was like they took the Metroid Prime Four, and then they said times, and then they showed the Bayonetta Three JPEG, and then they put equals, and then they put the Dragon Quest <laughs> Twelve JPEG, and oh, I just fucking amazing. died. I was like, that is, that is fucking incredible. I love it. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if, like. But no, I would. They they've probably been working on it for a little while because 
<laughs> they've Dragon released Quest Dragon Quest XI six it times. Has yeah. refused to like. I don't remember when that game originally came out anymore. But it it's not going away. I believe it, it gets was re-released yeah. like every year. So I believe, yeah, I believe it was made by Japanese Todd Howard. I believe, and then it just keeps remaking it every <laughs> fucking couple of years. <laughs> I just like to think Square, the, like the guy that made Dragon Quest Eleven, just saw what just saw Skyrim and was like, "We're doing that quick. Let's go, guys." He's talking to the other program was like four times the size of Dragon Quest Eleven. <laughs> Fourteen times the detail. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen the internet story in Fallout 76 video, I would highly recommend it. Great video. I just watched um, that the other day. I need to rewatch it. Um, I'll probably do that it's tomorrow. Um, it's a great video. But no, uh, all we've heard is that the subtitle is called The Flames of Fate. I don't know why that stayed in my head. I've not got anything up. This is Audacity on this screen. so it's I have... a cool name. Yeah, it's a cool name. They said it's going to... It's they a said lot that shorter it... than they... Eleven subtitle. Echoes of an elusive age. Echoes of an elusive age. Yeah, but it has, it has this kind of formality to it. It's like when... There's, I, there's something that I love. I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, I've definitely mentioned it on the radio. Um... But there's something about really long names that I really love. It's like the stupid part of me. It's like when something <laughs> comes out and it has a really stupid title, I'm like, if it's elegant, I'm like, hey, it's stupidly long. But it's like Echoes of an Elusive Age. Just kind of, it's kind of, kind it of does slaps. Sound cool, it kind right. of slaps. Like, it's cool. It, it does like, grow on you in the nerdiest like, kind it of sounds way. Cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. The biggest comparison I have is the 1975 as a band have like all their albums are like at least six words long like they're never short like names like they've got like they've <laughs> they've got one album that is genuinely like an entire sentence and i'm like jesus um but they sound cool um but no so flames of fate they said it's going to be more adult which i don't know what that means for dragon quest because as far as i'm concerned that's game like a it's a, like a family art it's like you can play that at any age as far as i'm concerned dragon quest it's kind of like a all ages yeah. kind of rpg and they also announced simultaneous release in the West, which is cool, which now means that even Dragon Quest is doing this before Persona. So well done, Atlas. You're still at the fucking bottom <laughs> of the pile. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's bad when the fucking boomer RPGs like fucking Final Fantasy and <laughs> Dragon Quest have caught up before you. And you're like, God damn it. Like everyone's doing this now. And Atlas is still like, I'm sorry, you've got to wait a year for a spinoff. I'm sorry, you've just got to. It takes too much time to hire Max Millman again. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but no that was announced uh dragon quest 10's got an expansion that's the mmorpg that's not allowed to come to the west for some reason they showed a load of trailers apparently they did a hype trailer where they showed every expansion and everyone in the west was like it's coming they're showing all the expansions it's coming and then after they the trailer was over they just this fucking text came up saying yeah it's not happening for kids it's not happening <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also announced a Dragon Quest X offline game, which is a separate game where they're basically remaking the, the story in a different game in an offline version so that people can play it offline, like the story of Dragon Quest X, which I think is interesting. Huh. Um, and they said maybe that'll come huh. to the West, and I'm like, that's an interesting way of doing it. Um, cool but Final they just know that the Westerners like are all full of Final Fantasy XIV. They don't have time for another one. <laughs> and if they're not doing that, they're also playing like fucking final fantasy 11 because that's still up or if they're not playing that My they're playing God. elder scrolls online or if they're not playing that they're playing wow <laughs> and if they're not playing wow <laughs> <laughs> 
who knows what those MMO they play RuneScape and then once you've got to RuneScape you're <laughs> at the quest. bottom of the battle dude. <laughs> fucking ever <laughs> then you've got the three people in the back playing Second Life still and you're like what the fuck are they doing <laughs> it's, it's 2021 guys not 2003 get off Second Life damn it um <laughs> So yeah, there was a lot of stuff announced, and Dragon Quest is. I feel like I need to pick up Dragon Quest Eleven at some point because it's on every fucking platform. Dragon Quest is, is a JRPG everywhere. that I haven't tried, and I feel like mm-hmm. I might actually like Dragon Neither Quest if I. I give it a try. I feel like because everyone talks about like great things about Dragon Quest, it is beloved by so many people. It's so fucking huge in Japan. I don't think people over <laughs> yeah. here understand how big dragon quest is when a dragon quest game Re- comes release out release dates are holidays in japan it's japanese christmas dude it's japanese christmas <laughs> everyone has the day off to play dragon quest literally it's like it's crazy like it's the biggest yeah. thing over there and like <laughs> like it, it's crazy to me so it's like i need to check out dragon quest at some point echoes mm-hmm. of elusive age s version whatever the fuck it is whatever the version is on ps Four. I will check it out at some point, but a lot of stuff from Dragon Quest. To be honest, I didn't realize Dragon Quest released so much. There was also side games to like that. I didn't realize that we released that much content. Mm-hmm. Did you want yeah, to say Dragon something? Dragon Quest. On? No, it's not like actually substantial. <laughs> okay. It just reminded me of something else. Okay, we'll throw it to Kyle. Sorry. Hey, Kyle. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are you? No, I was just gonna say. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Quest has always been a game that I've wanted to try out, and yeah. I've been meaning to pick up Eleven for, like, a few years now, and I've just never gotten around to it. But mm-hmm. I'll either pick up Eleven at some point, now that I'm in a kind of a game lull, until Guilty Gear comes out, or maybe I'll just wait until Dragon Quest Three comes out. Because, mm. damn, yeah. Octopath style looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It does look good. I... Do wish they gave the treatment to FF6 first, but you know I'll take it. I feel like it'd be, do it. it'd I feel be like cool if do. they go like resuscitate Chrono Trigger and make that game like that. Oh, they would need so many people for Chrono, like so many people's permission for Chrono Trigger, though. <sighs> I feel like namely Toriyama. <laughs> I feel like if Chrono, Tr- Chrono Trigger does happen, that is the way it will happen. I believe mm-hmm. that is how it yeah. will happen. I can't see it happening um, another way now. Um, but like I say, I'm just hoping Square Enix doesn't pull a Square Enix and goes, everything. <laughs> everything. And literally, like, that's all you see is, like, every year we're like, okay, what's the 2D HD game this time? Oh, cool, it's Final Fantasy IV. Cool, can't wait. Let's see what it is next year. Oh, it's fucking Dragon Quest Two. Cool. Like, you know, you're just like, oh, here we go. Um, but no, it's interesting. Um. Thank you for reminding us, because I feel like we would have been doing a disservice if we had mentioned fucking Dying Light 2 and not Dragon Quest. I feel like we would have done a disservice. Um, hey, I didn't even know that yeah. there was a Dragon Quest Direct, so... A lot of our listeners you know, are We scratch JRPG each other's backs fans, here. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But with that, like we say, it was a busy news cycle. Can you believe E3 is around the corner, guys? E3 is finally Woo! happening. Um, very exciting. We'll have our predictions. I'm glad it's happening this year. I was worried our podcast killed it last year. <laughs> I honestly did as well. It was like the year we started was no E3. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of getting that buzz again. I'm also not because um, they're all at stupid times. Like the joy of E3 to me 
as a degenerate is um <laughs> e3 to me was e3 was what fucked my sleep cycle in like, like e3 is the reason that i'm like a night owl is because when e3 season came around i would be up until like 4 a.m for like five days in a row because i'd be watching stupid conferences that i didn't even really care about like i wasn't a massive bethesda fan but i stayed up till 3 a.m and watched the bethesda conference and i was like yeah it's very cool todd <laughs> very cool um but you know it's like summer game mess fucking 2 p.m or something ridiculous i'm like what the fuck is this this is like tea like dinner time my time I'm like, what the fuck is this xbox's showcase is like at 7 p.m my time i'm like what's this ludicrous at least that one's on a sunday to be fair thank god it is on a sunday because if i had to sit through the xbox conference alone that'd be a sad day indeed <laughs> like literally me by myself with two hours of xbox I'm like, i can't even make fun of it because there's no one here to laugh with me um <laughs> Oh, no. E3's a comment. Maybe we'll they'll have bring out another car this year. Oh, I fucking hope so, dude. We should, we should remind. We should place bets Ethan's on like, what car. Ethan's like, please. <laughs> I can't let both my car games get pushed out of the year. <laughs> I honestly have this terrible feeling that they announced Forza, whatever it is, Forza Six or whatever, and they're going to bring out a Horizon game before that, and I'm just going to cry because I'm just going to be like. That's not my Forza game that I have fucking on my list. They're just going to pull out <laughs> the other one instead and delay Forza 6 or whatever. I'm just going to be like, God, fucking damn it. Um, they probably won't, but we'll see. It'll be all fun. Be sure to tune in next week for our rather long predictions. And again, if you don't have time, that'll probably be a long episode, I have a feeling. Um, I'll cut it up into small bite-sized chunks so you can go and show your fanboyism by only going to the Nintendo section on the Highlights channel. It'll be great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> other than that um i'm not gonna lie guys i'm still buzzing off the caffeine so i'm still ready to go we're not cutting this short baby it's a fucking big boy this week so we're gonna talk about what we've been oh, playing no. if you're only here for the news you can fuck off now but please don't we like the retention um <laughs> we want you to listen please don't leave um screw off but please stay yeah if you only cared about the news please leave a five star rating on your way out we love you um let's talk about what we've been playing i'm gonna start with hunter because hunter did a disservice to this podcast last week by not playing a single thing so oh yes how dare i my first offense he's going to make up for his fucking crimes against humanity of last week and tell us what he's played this week it's only so bad because it's much more severe when i don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's because if Kyle and me don't play anything, it's fine, because we play, like, we either play nothing, or we play, like, the same shitty game we always play, whereas you actually bring Hell variety, yeah. you bring fucking substance, you bring content to this podcast, <laughs> so we have to rely on you. So what have you played? Alright, well, I finished up Hollow Knight last night. Oh, hooray. Uh, I got the standard ending, there's apparently, like, four. Didn't know that. really uh yeah so yeah hollow knight the indie metroidvania of you know you said the word you said my fucking trigger word dude you said metroidvania and i'm already ready to fucking fall asleep (laughs) indie (laughs) i love indies (laughs) please i love indie games i played fall guys guys come on (laughs) (laughs) just looks owned by epic games 2d platforming action game are you happy now ethan no, I know, but yeah, my, no, my trigger word is Metroidvania because you know what I'm like with Metroidvania. My monkey brain kicks in. And I'm like, it's not telling me where to go. This game fucking sucks. I'm out. I'm confused. You gotta remember what to do, Ethan. 
Nah, dude. You gotta uh, remember, uh, when you get a power-up, you can go back and explore things. Well, fuck that, dude. Just let me go first You get time. the double jump, you can <laughs> climb up big heights now. Before Hunter gives his full impressions, I'll give you my impressions of Hollow Knight. I own Hollow Knight on Switch. I bought it. I played it for 40 minutes, got lost, had no fucking clue where I was, died, and was like, well, that's Hollow Knight, and closed it and went, salute. <laughs> fucking bye. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I've never played Hollow Knight. You'd probably uh, like it. Probably. You probably would, to be honest. Um, well, yeah. I bought it because people said it was like Dark Souls, and I was like, oh, I'll play it. Well, ah, the Dark okay, Souls a lot of, of the reasons that Dark Souls people like well, you know, Dark you know, Souls. Ha- Dark is... Souls equals hard. You know, it's just like, it's, it's difficult, guys. I swear, it's difficult. <laughs> you, have, you have to memorize like three fucking moves. It's hard, guys. I swear. <laughs> you have to remember where you've been. Yeah, and that, also, is, that is too difficult. You, that is you leave difficult. behind a ghost too, so there's like a ghost that functions like getting the echoes back. Yeah, I, ne- I, ne- I never found him. He's still down there. Yeah. Oh, rip, rip, rest in pieces. Anyway, but yeah, it was actually really amusing to come off of Bloodborne, and that because I started Hollow Knight after that, and then like Returnal and Resident Evil got in the way. It was just funny to go from like the Victorian goth vibe to more of the Tim Burton goth vibe with <laughs> Hollow Knight, because that's very much what its like visual style reminded me of, like the whites set up against like you know a bunch of purple and blue and stuff. Yeah. So it's a very atmospheric game, and I appreciated it for that. It, uh, Gameplay-wise, it is very much just classic Metroidvania type of stuff, where it, uh, you know, you get your power-ups, it kicks in, you know, after you get one, go and explore somewhere that you couldn't before. <laughs> no. <laughs> Persona. Uh, Persona. <laughs> oh, man. That's what awakens uh, it, is my hatred of Metroidvanias. <laughs> But no, That's the um, bad flashbacks that your evoker brings. <laughs> exactly. Um, I guess my main question is, right, is what makes Hollow Knight special? Because, obviously, it takes a lot of, ins- like a lot of indie games, obviously, it takes a lot of inspiration from other games. Um, what is the thing that, why do you think, what's the reason, do you think, why people love Hollow Knight? Because I look at it and I'm like, yeah, it looks cool. But it, but to, well, to so, me, well, to me, Metrovania is like the most boring thing ever. But it's like, why do people like Hollow Knight? Is my question, I guess. That's a little bit hard for me to parse because I really haven't paid attention. <laughs> because I hate to, it. Uh, to the uh, no, no, no. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But it's hard for me to parse why, like, what it is that people latched onto a lot with it mm-hmm. because I yeah. haven't really looked into why people like it. I just knew that people. We're like, oh, cool indie or cool indie game, and then I was like, all right, it looks neat, yeah. so I played it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, like it's probably just a combination of it being like a really solid game in its genre, and it's like visual style is striking enough to like stick with you, mm. you know? Yeah, and it's got the. Yeah, one of the other reasons people who like Dark Souls would like this game is its story is very much the kind of <laughs> just kind of like spread out. It's not going to tell you anything directly. Oh. It's the YouTube fucking plot, right? <clears throat> I right. Here's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, there was enough informa- There was enough information given to me for me to be like making working theories and stuff as I was playing the game. Being like, okay, 
So this probably happened, which probably led to this and this. Yeah. Which, when I ended the game, I don't think I was technically wrong with a lot of that. It was just I happened to not come across a whole lot of the other information. Because I went and looked up a bunch of it afterwards. So it's not like Bloodborne. <laughs> it's not like Bloodborne. When you finish Bloodborne and you're like, that was something. Because my, my story of Bloodborne, Kyle, is you're a guy or a girl. And you do a lot of walking. And you kill some things. And then you're a slug. And that's the plot of fucking Bloodborne. That to me is the plot of Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plot of Bloodborne to me. And then you go to YouTube.com, which is apparently the true ending to the video game. Because then you go and find a fucking plot video, a plot synopsis on YouTube. And then apparently this was the secret bonus feature. Because then they tell you all the plot you missed. And I'm like... Truly, I didn't miss anything. It's just you walk and then you're a slug. And then they tell you the lore of everything. And they're like, yes, well, this boss Ethan, was related to this That boss. information like, is in the game. It's just yeah, but it's like it's like Yeah, but it's like, it's like, it's through like the atmosphere or, oh, I'm sorry, you didn't look at this one particular fucking book that slightly glowed and it gives you this sentence. And you're like, well, fuck, fuck me, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, From, for being so blind that I didn't notice this little fucking tiny glowing orb in the corner of one room. I'm so sorry. My apologies. I I should say, the atmosphere in Bloodborne's great. The story is kind of cool as well when you read into it, but I don't get the love for it. Because I'm like, I'd much rather the game uh, fucking just brain deadly told me, like, "Hey, here you go, dude. Here's some, here's okay, some fucking." Okay, so. Or uh, there was a, or there was a synopsis in the game. If the text was just like, "Hey, here's a page for you to read in game and not yeah. hidden in a fucking corner," then I'd be like, "Cool, I can read this." You know, it's like the Z- it's like the Zayn like or the, Z- yeah, the Anson reports. Yeah, the fucking Anson reports where I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. You know, it's in there, but." Not just, like, in a random room. It's like, I'll always remember from Bloodborne, the whole umbilical cord thing, is the way you're supposed to figure this out, Cal, basically, you have to... You have to ingest three umbilical cords to get the secret boss at the end of Bloodborne. Um, And the way for you (laughs) to find this... Yeah, and the way for you to find this out is to go into a random room in the college area... And go to the back of the room and hopefully notice a faint little glowing orb that will tell you, a, which will show you a read prompt, which will just say umbilical cords three and you piece it together. And that's literally like the of whole course. thing. And it's like, yeah, got it. Dude. Got it. I would think to do that. And I'm like, ah, of course, makes sense. It doesn't tell you, it doesn't tell you anything else. It's just like umbilical cords three. I'm like, got you. <laughs> I did find that one, by the way. I did find it, so Good job, thumbs Ethan. up to me. Thank you. I did some exploring. Uh, Thank you. But anyway, we're not here to talk. I about like Bloodborne. reading into things like that, especially because a lot of games, like for example, I also like Danganronpa. But as Ethan's mentioned before, Danganronpa loves <laughs> to reiterate everything they say four hundred and a half times. <laughs> Bad juju, dude. Bad juju. <laughs> I'm kidding. So it's Danganronpa nice fans, to... please don't kill me. I do like Danganronpa. <laughs> Somewhat. The first the game's first really one. good. The first one's good. I, I stand by. The more I think about the second one, the more I'm like, it's an experience, right? But it's not, it's not as good as the first one. You're fucking brain dead if you think it is. You can fight me on this one. Danganronpa 2 is like a fever dream. It is. It's Jump the Shark, the video game. <laughs> I think the full series is a fever dream, but oh, right. two in particular. <laughs> 100%, but two in particular is just, like, so fucking 
batshit crazy. My favorite thing about the way that it, it was like the spacing of me getting into I got I played Persona Four in 2017, and that game was definitely weird and Japanesey and just fantastic. I'm glad and I then, played Persona first. I'm glad that was my introduction yeah. into JRPGs and then I got, because fuck and, me. And then I got into Danganronpa, which is also is weird, equally as weird and Japanesey oh, in its own way. It's weirder, dude. It's weirder. It's like, hi, I'm the fucking hentai author over here, dude. And I'm like, oh, hi, <laughs> fat fuck. How are you doing? How's it going? And it's just like, Danganronpa's on its own other level. JRPGs are always fucking weird. It's funny, though. I laugh at it. It's one of those things where it's like, the Japanese probably laugh with the game, we laugh at it because it's fucking weird, but everyone wins in the end, unless it's a bit too weird, and then you're like, come on. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking about Hollow Knight. Back to Hollow Knight. <laughs> right, so I think it's just a combination of how things came together with Hollow Knight mm-hmm. that people appreciated, yeah. rather than... Because, yeah... It's very mechanically solid. Does everything you'd expect a game like that to do, at least from the ones I've played. I haven't played a whole lot of Metroidvanias. Like I've played the obvious ones, like Symphony of the Night and Super Metroid. Hell yeah, that was, <laughs> those, those are two. two I've played. <laughs> and then I've played two Guacamelee games, and now this is like five. I actually, I, so. I have beaten I've beaten Guacamelee. I have I have finished a Metroidvania. I'm writing that down. Oh, you liked Guacamelee? Is Guacamelee a yeah, Metroid it is a Metroidvania. Metroid... Oh, fuck yeah. my life. What the um, fuck? It is. is a <laughs> yeah. Metroidvania. And here's the thing, Hunter. I don't know anything I, about this game. I liked the vibe of it, but I, it was a plus game and I was bored and I rushed through it and when I got stuck, I went straight to the IGN wiki and I was like, right, what the right. fuck am I doing? No brains, no brains. And it'd be like, go back... <laughs> no brains, and, no brains. Yeah, and it'd, be like, and it'd be like, go back to Area 2 and use your fucking new fist power on this wall. And I'm like... This is bullshit. And nothing clicked in my head. I just must have not have gone, shit, this is a Metroidvania. And just fucking threw it away. I just didn't. You just got hoodwinked. That's amazing. Okay, that's my go-to. That's my go-to. When people say, you can't, don't judge until you try, I can now say, I finished Guacamelee. Fuck you. Like, instead of going, I finished Batman Arkham Asylum, which I still stand by, is not a fucking Metroidvania. People that say Arkham Asylum is a Metroidvania, I'm like, is it shit? It's just a fucking game that... You go back, not because it's a Metroidvania, but just because the fucking story tells you go back. <laughs> I yeah, digress. Like, okay, yeah, hold on. I take issue with that, too. Because <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> people, like, people are like, oh, you know, it has, like, it has closer desi- level design to, like, Resident Evil games, yeah. the way it has, like, the central locations and all that. According to the like, internet, going we- back equals Metroidvania. That's what it means, is going back There's to another not- area equals Metroidvania. I don't think there was ever a point in time in Arkham Asylum where it was like, oh, now you have the gel for the explosives, so now you can go back this way that you obviously saw a big, like, oh, I can't go here yet thing. Although no, it's been the game years. tells you, oh, this person's loose in this area, so you gotta go back to it. They don't go, oh, I wonder where you're going next. How are you gonna go? Also, there's no way to possibly get lost in that game. It has the silly detective vision tell you where to go. Hell yeah, dude, Night Vision, <laughs> fucking big brain. That's why Batman Arkham Asylum is my favorite Metroidvania. I love it, guys. Game of the year. Oh, I do love Arkham Asylum, but it's not a Metroidvania. So, do you recommend Hollow Knight on to all in all? I do. It's a cool game. You can do it if you haven't already. I'm not, I'm definitely more interested in Silk Song now. Hmm. 
Will that come out in 2021? No. I'll answer that question Probably right not. now. Fuck no. They've already said it's not at E3, which makes me laugh. Yeah. Jack, Jack. Sure would like it to come out this year. Lol, Jack. I, I just sit here and I laugh and everyone was like, I, I my meme pick was God of War, which I knew was not coming out this year. It's not coming. It's not coming out next year. It's not coming out ever. God of War isn't real. It can't hurt me. Um... <laughs> But then it just makes me laugh that everybody else's, like, big picks are just like, nope, they're not happening too. Like, you, you, you're getting your ratchet, you might get your horizon. But well, I mean, wild, I didn't no. really expect Breath of the Wild to come out. I just I genuinely did. It. At the start of this year, I was like, <clears throat> that's why I didn't counter pick you on because I was like, I have a feeling it's coming out. But I no. picked Horizon. <laughs> the worst part is, the next, <laughs> the next time... It would, next year, when I pick it again, you still won't want to do the Suicide Pact because it will <laughs> be very likely that it's coming out. It's <laughs> coming out next year. But it just makes me laugh. Uh, yeah. It just makes me... Oh, what it was what it was like to be naive at the start of this year and thinking all these games were coming out, you know? How naive we were. And then looking at it. So look, at, look at my list here, you know? Fucking Gran Turismo and Shimagami Tensei Five and God of War Ragnarok. All these games that don't exist and will never come out because they don't. Um, That's me. Nocturne. Nocturne came out this week. Yes, it did. And from what I've heard, everyone says, good game. Why fuck you charging $50 for this? That's what (laughs) I've heard is... Plus, plus Atlas because is, Atlas. Atlas is the only company that can release a hundred and like a hundred hour RPG in Persona Four Golden for twenty dollars with no DLC, and then the following year release an older SMT game for full price and have additional DLC costs on top of that, and then be like, "Yeah, guys, buy it, please." Like, I'm like, <laughs> how the fuck? Like, how, how do you fuck that up so badly? Like, shouldn't it? The reason Persona 4 sold so well on Steam was because it was the perfect price. $20 was the perfect price. And then they were like, ah, SMT Nocturne, a game that is, in my opinion, more niche because it doesn't have a big audience like Golden did, right? It's a more, you need to get people on on this. You need people to go and want to try it out because they liked Persona 4 or whatever. And then they're like, but we'll double the price and we'll make Dante an additional fee and we'll also make all this other (laughs) DLC an additional fee. Why the fuck not? We're Atlas. Perfect. God. Atlas, please, stop doing shitty DLC, I swear. If I buy the Dante DLC, will they mail me a sticker? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, genuinely. I'd buy it it twice so I could have an extra sticker to put on whatever I want. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For when it gets added to Smash Bros. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just put it on the MC6 box. That comes out. I'd like love the to only just go, it'd be fun to take that and like slap it on a random game in like a GameStop shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Think bigger, dude. Think bigger. Going to E3 itself and going up to like one of the big walls with like the fucking mural. Oh say God. like fucking, say fucking Sony's paid for God of War Ragnarok to be on a big wall or whatever at next E3. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you just stand there and you take your <laughs> sticker and you just Dante. featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. What a right that would be. Back when God of War wasn't like a critical darling and it was just the uh, sony hack and slash game people were always like what would happen if kratos fought dante blah 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 because it was god of war was a very similar game Mm. why not you know but there you go um i don't know where we were going with this uh smt well i talked about what i was playing kyle played 
Oh, that's a great question. Do you want to go, Kyle? Do you want to wrap up your Panzer Dragoon saga real quick? Panzer Dragoon <laughs> saga. Well, no, what, what, what game are you playing? Wasn't it Legends Legend of Dragoon? Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon, not Panzer Dragoon. Legend of... Why I finished so... it. What? Why the f- right? Hang on. Side note: Legend oh my of the God. Gun. This episode's what? never ending. It is no, no, yeah. Fucking keep watching, guys. Not audience retention leaves Ethan's blood. <laughs> I can do this all night. <laughs> no, I can do this actually, all night. Actually, I probably could. Um, I don't but, uh, want to, but I could. But no, why the fuck are there multiple games with Dragoon in them? That's what I want to know. I didn't even. I just like. Yeah. I thought they were the same thing, but that's just anyway. It's cool. Legend of Dragoon. Kyle hasn't played Panzer Dragoon. He's played Legend of Dragoon. He's finished it. What are your thoughts, Kyle? Final finished thoughts. it. Um, fourth disc. Not, not gonna lie, kind of disappointing. Mm. Very very shallow dungeon design. Very repetitive dungeon design. Um, I got cheap shotted by a lot of things and lost a lot of progress because of that. Ah. I had to replay a lot of parts oh, because no. save points are not frequent, nor are oh, healing no. points. This ah. fi- like, is it like getting into the end of a Final Fantasy game and then getting ambushed by a Marlboro? Actually, kind of. Yeah. There's one part at the end, like near the end of the di- end of the final dungeon, where you have two two of your party members because that's what you're forced into. I got attacked by a Triceratops. And he stunlocked me to death. Nice. Like, I genuinely couldn't do anything. I couldn't run either, because every time I tried to run, it failed. So I was just like, okay, I guess this Triceratops is gonna kill me now. Can't wait to fight the last two bosses More like again. More like a Diceratops, jeez. <laughs> I'm just, I, just, I bet you were just sitting there and being like, oh, so this is what it's like to be a Xenoblade fucking enemy. Wow, dude, like, literally just fucking walked <laughs> in. Dude. Just fucking like, oh, well, this is the end. <laughs> This is my life. Triceratops now. found the combo that just fucking locks me in forever, dude. Take me away. Uh, but but yeah. no. Um overall, the game's pretty good. Um if you can find it for cheap, I'd recommend it. At least cheaper than what asking prices are online. Mm. Because uh how much late is it? PS1 RPG store is still open, it's probably on that. Actually, it might be. It, it might be if pick you're in, Zeno, in America. Pick up Xenogears while you're there. Yeah, if you're in America, if you're in the hey, U- if you're in the UK, you have such offerings as maybe I think Persona Three's still on there. Maybe I don't know. They take them off. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. Europe I mean, doesn't want anything. Legend of Dragoon released in Europe. It could be on the European store. Yeah, that, the guy from Scott the Was is the fucking European manager of what gets on the fucking PS3 store. <laughs> Gex, and that's it. Just Gex. <laughs> Everything's Gex. He's like, oh, you should put Legend of Dragoon on there. It is on there. It's called Gex. Dude, there you go. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you. Oh, man. Um, but no, the um, game was very good. I enjoyed my time with it, and I'll probably do a replay of it next year maybe i don't know cool cool did the ending bring you back at all from the lackluster like last disc or was it just kind of like Uh, ended on a whimper so the final boss like it's a it's a pair of bosses i thought that the final boss was pretty good all around the first boss was very pretty straightforward, and then you have like an in between before the actual final boss. 
my my webcam was viking on my end and i was like <laughs> anyway carry on um yeah the, the actual final boss is um a four-phase fight a lot of health but um i first tried it so and like the worst part about the game is your limited inventory mm-hmm. it really forces you to have to just think with what you're gonna need you have 32 item slots and if you it's oddly specific it is oddly specific mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, i usually made it worked load up on healing items magic restores revives and attacking ma- uh, like at- magic attack items it was enough to carry me through the final boss, so we call that a dub. <laughs> nice. Yeah, game's game's fun. Big recommend. Big recommend. Cool. Um, as for me... Sorry sorry if I sound down on it, but like this is the game I played... I'm not counting Horizon in this. This is the game I played after coming off of Xenosaga. Mm. Like, <laughs> it's like when Ethan played a game after playing Persona. It was Persona Nier Automata, 5. yeah. Which yeah. I still I still like Nier Automata a lot. Like I said, <laughs> Nier Automata is on that list. It's been on the list like Xenoblade um, 2 of games I need to get back to. And I will replay it. And I, I want to be clear, I did finish Nier Automata. I have the Platinum Trophy in Nier Automata. Um, but Did you just buy it? Of course I fucking did. What? The, the game gives you two <laughs> options. What, do you do you want to just save state and buy the trophies, reload save state, buy more trophies, reload save state? Or do you want to grind shitty enemies for 20 hours? Hmm, let me think. Which would I rather? It's like, it's like if the, it's like I didn't if look at of, the trophy list, so I don't remember. I just, yeah, it was know, like, it was like, but, yeah, if it was, if it was like actually interesting stuff, like if all the if all the trophies required was like do the side quest, I would have done it. But it was like it was arbitrary RPG trophies that I fucking despise. Whenever people put these in, where it's like do like it's like oh kill X amount of this enemy or do like fucking get X amount oh, of this right. item. And I'm like no, do one. Um, I'm just gonna buy it. Trophy shop's great idea, by the way. I love that. Bring you should do that with more games. Is like give people the option of. You're like, boy, I wish Strikers had one of those. So I oh, didn't fuck me. <laughs> exactly. So I don't have to do that shit for eight hours. Anyway, uh, as for games I have played this week, um, it's an hour and a half when we're talking about a new game, but who cares? Uh, I played Knockout City, which uh, is the game that a load of people have been talking about. Uh, and I believe the reason that people have been talking about this game is because there's no other games to talk about. Um, that's not right. And I'm not being mean <laughs> to Knockout City, right? But I've seen a lot of people particularly um other gaming podcasts i've seen a lot of people like kind of funny really have been into knockout city i've seen some other streamers been paid to play knockout city or have been playing knockout city here and there um which if you haven't heard of it it is a game by e published by ea um developed by someone else not ea because ea would not come up with this idea Uh, and it's essentially um a pvp game but it's dodgeball so um you have different balls you have like regular balls and you have like different kinds of balls it's a 3v3 mostly situation and the idea is literally play dodgeball you have two fucking hits if the if the team takes your two hits away and you die and you respawn they get a point it's first to 10 wins simple as that um and there's gameplay mechanics that you can do drop shots and you can curve your balls and um there's this mechanic where if someone throws a ball and you catch it you gain that like you catch the power and when you throw it back at it it'll go super quick 
Um, so there's like this kind of combo where you can fucking be throwing balls at each other and they'll catch it and they'll throw it back and you catch it and it'll start going super fucking fast. Oh, it's like the Ganondorf fight in Zelda. <laughs> yeah, like literally. You just like keep fucking like passing it back and back and back and then fucking it's pretty cool. Um, you can also teammates can curl up into a ball and you can throw your teammates to people if there aren't balls available you can just like turn into a ball and fucking throw them at it and if you get if you hit someone with the person because they're slower and heavier it's an insta kill if you hit someone with your friend you just fucking insta kill them it's pretty funny um, there are other kind of balls like there's a bomb ball where you throw it and it explodes there's a, a jail ball where if you throw it you cage someone up into a ball and then you can pick that ball up and throw it off the map and watch them fucking die <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of cool um there's some other ones like multi balls and stuff like that but it's a very simple game and it's cool i played it for like half an hour it's very initial impressions i just thought i'd play it for the podcast because i like to keep up to date especially if it has a free trial or something i feel like one of us should play it for the podcast it's interesting but it has the same faults as destruction all stars to me which is looks cool um plays cool uh doesn't sound as cool uh, or look as cool as Destruction All-Stars. The heroes in Destruction All-Stars are very cool looking. And the music in sort of Destruction All-Stars, for what it is, is great. Um, but here it's a bit eh. It's fine. The designs of the characters are the most ugly fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's like, imagine... Yeah, they, imagine, like, kind of 80s that, uh... cartoon aesthetic. Like, weird... like Not even 80s, actually. I'd say it was more like... Imagine if they were to do, like, a cartoon in the 90s or 80s about kids in the 60s that kind of look greasy and when i say greasy i kind of i also do kind of mean the slick back greasy hair but i more mean grease as in the musical kind of movie kind of look (laughs) as in summer loving fucking on your car like sitting there with your leather jacket on kind of aesthetic and it to me it just looks ugly it's a really ugly aesthetic that i do not like um personally the uh first look we got at this game I recall it was the Nintendo Direct yeah. from a while back. And that that was that did not do the game a very good service in my no. opinion. I was like, please move on. I don't like whatever this is. It, it focused a lot on those characters that were just irritating. Yeah. It just it doesn't look good, uh really in my opinion. It looks fine, it does the job, but I don't really like the art style. But the gameplay's fun. Uh it has like I say, the destruction also has problem to me, which is I feel like once you've played it for like five or six hours you've played it to me i don't see where the longevity is and this is where a lot of games as a service use the excuse of seasonal content will fix the problem and i'm like seasonal content doesn't fix a gameplay issue because here's my thing right is fall guys i still find fun i still find playing the original maps fun the, the way Fall Guys fatigues is, oh, I'm kind of just bored of Fall Guys. I'll come back later. It's not the gameplay that I'm sick of. It's just like, I've played too much or I'm, I I, I want a, some new challenges or whatever. Or I'll wait till a new game mode comes out. That's when you're like, seasonal content works. With a game like Knockout City, where you can get bored of necessarily the gameplay and not like, oh, I just want a new map to come out. It's just, I'm sick of fucking dodgeball now. That's when you have your problem. Because I'm like already at the point where where I was, like, after an hour of playing, I'm like, I could have, like, four yeah, hours more, and then I'm sick. Like, no new map or no new game mode is going to get me back into this. I'm just sick of dodgeball. So that's the thing. Because there were there have been games that start off, like, smaller and then grow that have worked well, like Splatoon. 
mm-hmm. was great. Uh, Rocket League did the same kind of thing. Fall Guys, like, continue, Fall, yeah, guys Fall Guys has doubled the stages now. Um, Among Us is another game where I think that the gameplay loop works, where people get bored of playing a map, uh, yeah. not necessarily playing Among Us. Um, Especially if you've got a group that you play with yeah. consistently, for sure. And I'm sure that if you have a group of friends that are really into uh, Knockout City, I'm sure you'll have a blast. And there's nothing wrong with the game fundamentally. It's just one of those... Everyone seems to be doing these games of a service. And in the past year in particular, a lot of people have been like, oh, Call of Duty Apex and Fortnite rule the the shooter battle royale game as a service genre. No one else can break in. The only games that have been successful in that genre, really. I mean, PUBG also succeeded, but I feel like even PUBG's kind of died down nowadays, right? But your three big... swept to the side. your big... Dedicated fans. Yeah, your big three (laughs) are Fortnite, Warzone, and Apex. Apex is the only one, in my opinion, that actually rivals the three of them in actually having an audience. And that's because, spoiler alert, it's the best fucking one of them because it's actually a good game, right? Um, But... So everyone was like, oh, we'll do something different. And then Four Guys came out with a, a, a concept which I still don't believe that... I can't believe that no one else actually even attempted to make something like that. And it was an indie team that got away with that idea because the whole idea of a game show platformer that's a battle royale was literally fucking steel. Like, I, that, <laughs> that idea was gold dust. Doing Takeshi's Castle as a fucking video game. Actual, like, giga-brain move and the fact that only an indie dev did it. When you see some AAA ideas yeah. come out and they're like Destruction All-Stars and Knockout City and you're like, you guys didn't think of maybe doing a fucking game show platformer <laughs> first? No? Okay? Like, yeah. It's kind of weird to me, but everyone's trying to branch out into different genres and doing different things, but I feel like they're all coming short where they came up with an idea that makes for a fun idea of a game, but not longevity-wise. It's not like a Rocket League or a Fall Guys where I feel like I could come back to this in a couple couple of months or just keep playing it over the course of years and not get fresh like to me it feels like there's a fatigue value here there's something that's going to be there's there's going to be a time where you're like i've played enough fucking dodgeball i've had enough no new map no new gimmick no new mode is going to fix this just let me stop playing and it's kind of a shame the game's not free to play to be honest as well because i feel like this game would really work as a free-to-play game like destruction all stars price like cheaper than it's yeah 20 bucks i believe which is a fair enough asking price, but to me, I'm like, it should be it should it should be a freemium game of like paid outfits or whatever. But at the same time, it's, ugly, ugly game. It's so who would want the cosmetics? We live in where something like Apex Legends is free, mostly because of the competition that has to deal with with like Fortnite. I oh, yeah, but you know, something like Apex Legends is free, but. <laughs> Knockout City, uh, Knockout City, which is also under EA's umbrella, is twenty bucks and probably not as good of a game. Mm. But the same respawns, respawns a, a, a very special studio. That's the thing, right? Is Warzone and Fortnite are. Here's the thing: when I'm playing, if I play Fortnite or if I play Warzone, I feel like i'm like the game's like oh but you want to buy these 20 dollar bundles you want this fucking skin don't you bitch you want this fucking gun you know you want it whereas apex is a game where i'm just like i just want to play apex you know if i wanted to play apex i play apex oh what this character yes some, you have to unlock some of the characters but you can do that in gameplay 
there's a way for you to unlock all those characters. And if you're into Apex, like if you're into Apex, like I enjoy Apex when I get to play it once every four months because I'm bored and feel like playing it. Um, but if you're into it and you're playing it every day, you can easily unlock those characters with gameplay. It's like CTR where you could very easily do it. To me, I'm like, ugh. <clears throat> if it requires, it requires like eight hours of playing the game per character maybe 10 whereas if you're an actual apex fan you're like i'm playing fucking four hours a night so you're basically telling me in two weeks i could have all these characters unlocked you know like it's it's one of those things i don't know good game i can see why people like it but it's 100 percent gonna be a game like destruction all stars like outriders where <laughs> oh what's that what's for that two weeks yeah. Two week time bomb. Oops, and you're gone. Goodbye. Like no one's no Ratchet one... and Clank will mark its demise. Literally, when as soon as another big game comes out, everyone will be like, "Oh, Monkey Brain, snap, snap! What's that shiny thing over there over the horizon?" It's Ratchet and Clank. Let's talk about that and play that instead. And then by the time that they finish that twelve hour game, they'll <laughs> be like, "They'll just, yeah." By the time they finish a twelve hour game, it'll take them two days. They'll already have forgotten about Knockout City's existence and not go back. It'll be as simple as that because that's what people do. Anyway, I rambled far too long about Knockout City. Uh, let's move on. The other thing, I've just been playing more Xenoblade. That's it. Woo! 25 hours nice. in, in chapter 5, uh, Kyle has told me, because I could not remember what the actual fucking chapter was, because I was like, eh, nah, nah, indol, maybe. Mm. So yeah, chapter 5. Dude, I've, pl- I've played that game so many times, I could tell you all the chapters. Yeah, still I mean, There's it. only 10 of them, so. Still loving it. I'm hoping that I maybe will finish it before... Ether uh, before Ratchet comes out, hopefully. And I've been slacking. Tomorrow I'm going to play more of it after I've edited this podcast. Um, I'm hoping to hopefully finish it. Uh, And I'm still loving it. It's great. It's a great game. I've been doing more of the side stuff. My only complaint is the side content is if there's something that I hope Monolith Soft takes in for Xeno 3 or whatever's next for Xenoblade, it's quantity equality not quantity for fuck's sake these side quests fucking suck because there are some great side quests like there are side quests where there's a cutscene early in the game right where you're in Torogoth and introduces the idea of having potential you'll have to have potential to awaken blades in xenoblade and you have this little scrawny brother who decides to try and awake you most most people die if they try and awaken a blade if they can't by the way and this brother's like our father's left I'm the only person here. I can make money by becoming a driver for more ordain if, and basically help my younger sibling survive if I do this and you have this whole scene. And I just thought this was fluff in my first playthrough because I didn't... But then, if you actually go to more ordain later in the game, there's an actual side quest where you meet up with that guy again as a soldier and you mm-hmm. go and do an, and you work out a crime with him and it solves that little story. And it solves I'm like, that's great. That's a great little side quest. It's a shame that this great side quest is surrounded by a pile of wank of fucking hi me nop on me want these 10 fucking random things from a list so that i can go and set sail for somewhere and then you give him the 10 things and he's like thanks bye and then that's it quest complete you wasted 30 minutes of your life why why is this a thing why is this a quest why is every quest either good or shitty fetch quest there is no in between in xenoblade 2 and it's the same with xenoblade 1 don't act because i remember the yeah, xenoblade 1 was. side quest exactly and the exact the same, same thing. fucking problem dude it was the most annoying thing when after like before shulk was even using the monado i'm like okay these are the same i'm not doing this 
because I don't feel like it. And I would still get, like, every time I would pick up an item from something and it'd be like, oh, future side, blah, blah, this will be a thing you need for a side quest later. I'm like, stop showing me this. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's worse than, right, I'll give it, it's worse than Xenoblade 1. It is far it is worse than Xenoblade worse 1. Than one. Um, because Xenoblade 1 does have that whole foresight if you might need this in a side quest later tee hee tee hee look at these all these fetch quests fetch quests off your arse before you've even exited the first fucking town it's giving you three fetch quests that it wants you to do and you're just sitting like like fucking sitting there and fetch quest hell going I want out I want out let me out fuck me Xenoblade 2 is better there are i feel like there are less side quests like i feel like there are that there are less but still there are so many shit ones there are some good ones there are some good side quests where i'm like oh i'm glad i went out of my way to do that like there's this one about this old driver and blade in uh Turagoth. Uh i don't remember the name of it but um there's this whole story where you're going it's it's essentially a fetch quest but at least the story and the characters in it are interesting enough where I'm like, oh, I'm getting a bit of information about this world. The amount of shitty side quests, which is like, I want this crap. You give them the crap and they're like, thanks. And that's it. I'm like, this is fucking pointless. Especially because, as Kyle will know at this point, because I'm because if, if I've been doing a load of side quests, he will know that this is a problem with Xenoblade 2. It may it the potential of you being over leveled because of these side quests is fucking immense. Mm-hmm. I got Morag and all of my characters. By the way, I'm in Indol. I'm in chapter five, Kyle. I'm level forty three on all of my characters. Which is high, oh, right? Baby. All the enemies around me are like I think 35. you're stronger than the boss of the chapter. Yeah, exactly, right? I'm over leveled. But here's the thing when I go to sleep in an inn, it still says Morag can level up to forty nine. And I've not yep. even done all of the side quests. It's a real problem with Xenoblade 2, which makes me fucking... I'm like, I will never 100% this game. Because there's so much fucking fluff. There's so much in that game. And I just wish... I have a question about the things where it's like, oh, go get these components. Uh, Yeah, 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 Hunter in the back. Oftentimes, oftentimes (laughs) it's because you have to to kill something to get those, right? Yeah. Do they drop every time? No. No. Okay, no. so it's like the WoW thing where oh, you could 100%. potentially be sh- you could potentially be fighting the same monster for an hour and only have two of these things that That's you a- need. I've been go- I've been dealing with that quite a bit when I've been playing Warcraft with my brother, where he and I were just running around this area killing spiders for like two and a half hours, trying to get their stupid little spider legs or yeah. whatever they were asking for, and it <laughs> took copious amount of time it was yeah not fun. but you expect that in an mno good. that's what you, you kind of go in for the yeah. grindiness of the mno i don't go to a jrpg for this shit i don't if i if i wanted to play runescape and chop trees i'd fucking do that i'm not going to <laughs> especially in xenoblade where it's not like a fetch quest in say something like breath of the wild where it's like i want some wood i need some apples and you're like okay here's a fucking tree here's that where shit to go down. to get them here's an apple go and grab it fucking xenoblade is like hope you know where the specific fucking blue fucking dot on the ground is where you're gonna go look what i found for the 65th million time what have we here flora soothes an aching soul (laughs) fucking for the six millionth time (laughs) (laughs) literally like fucking hear that again 
<laughs> fucking having war flashbacks every time Dromok JPEG shows up on screen. <laughs> Um. <laughs> it's, like, it's like anytime anytime I talk to a, one of my friends like Kingdom Hearts occasionally like offhand if they mention oh there might be some ingredients around here and he's, oh my god I just, you're the I worst can, I can feel his eye twitching from yeah. miles away but the thing about Xenoblade Fetch Quest that's so <laughs> lucky is, emblem yeah is the thing with Xenoblade is it is just search spots. You're not look, you're not chopping down a tree. You're not doing it's search spots. It's killing enemies and praying to God, or it's the worst quests of all. Fucking play the RNG salvage game because I fucking hate that. The salvage quests are the worst because not only do they not tell you where the fuck to salvage, they'll give you a loose thing like, yeah, it's one of the sixty fucking spots on Torogoth. Good luck, bitch. They'll be like, yeah, have fun with that. And then not only will they be like that, they'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, also, you've got to go on all 60 of these. Hope you guessed the right one. And also that part has like a 1% spawn rate of all the things. And you're like, fuck me, kill me, I'm done. Also, also, depending on the cylinder you used, you'll get a different prize pool. Yeah, and you have to do a quick time event every time. It's not even like you can just quickly farm it because you've got to go, right, this looks like a good spot fucking do the three random button presses and then he goes here we go and just a fucking yeet and then and then you gotta listen to him go i love the smell of salvage for the 60th time and then the fucking chest uh, yes. plumps on the ground the fucking items take six game like thrice yeah they get the fucking items take six million times to spawn because the render fucking engine in xenoblade 2 is pee pee poo poo and then a fucking crab shows up that's level one you're level 40 but you still have to fucking fight it because it has auto aggro for some reason <laughs> yeah i remember that Let so now see. my so now my whole thing of side quests so, whenever i see a side quest i do pick them up but if they if it doesn't if it's just a fucking knop on going i want shit i'm like fuck off get it yourself <laughs> i'm out <laughs> yeah you did you want to say did you have a question kyle did you have a question i was gonna say just one final thing on side quests Mm-hmm. Xenoblade 2 is definitely a step in the right direction because there's also your blade side quests, which give you more insight to your your party members, basically. Yeah. And that shit's super cool. If anything, like that's the those those are the side quests that stick out to me. Those are the ones I remember. Yeah, except I have one for a character that's got a massive fuck off polar bear that's like, oh, can you do like oh, bearing do- her soul? Yeah, can you do like can you do like seventy? Can you do like seventy Merc missions and just repeat the same fucking one like seven times each? You think it's seventy? Yeah, it's like can you just can you just waste your time? I'm like, no, I don't care about this girl or the bear anymore. I've done we this. Are Ursula's new groove, and we'll do what we, we can. can. Yeah, fuck that off. No, not doing it. Um, <laughs> But no, it's a step Fun in the fact, right direction. Back when the game when yeah. the game first released, you couldn't skip that dialogue in Merc missions. No. So every time you wanted to send her out on a Merc mission, you had to sit through. We are Ursula's new groove, and we'll do what we can. It's just become a Flora, meme in the community. So. <laughs> Kill me. I'm so glad Xenoblade Two got quality of life patches. Same. I'm so glad they got quality of life patches because um, you could there when the game first came out too. You couldn't skip Blade Awakenings. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, I'm kill glad myself. I played that game like a year and a half late. 
Yeah, because, <laughs> because the amount of times that I was just like, skip. I, I literally watched one Awakening, and I was like, yeah, this takes too long. Skip Awakening, skip Awakening. Oh, Cosmos. Well, that, that doesn't seem that rare. Let me just pull another <laughs> one. Like, yeah, you, Hunter, you went here because you were getting stuff ready. Um, but I accidentally pulled the rarest blade in the game, and I was like, oh, cool. I think that's cool. I think that's a good one. And then I looked at the it's odds, really and it was like, good. yeah, and it was like, oh, that's the rarest one in the pool. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Guess I'll use it, maybe. Who knows? Um, but no, side quests. Now you've got no reason to do the other ones. You yeah, won exa- the gacha. Exactly. Um, I pulled the I pulled the UR. You don't need any of the others. Um, <laughs> but um, the side quests are in the same step in the right direction. But I just hope in Xenoblade Three we just have the blade quests, or we just have like the mm-hmm. fucking substantial ones. Because, like I say, there's no reason to do all of them because half of them are grindy as shit and boring um some have got substance and if you do torment yourself and go i'm gonna do all of them you end up massively over leveled mm-hmm. i still think it's a good system having the option of being able to use your side quest xp like it gives you the option to in the rest houses to turn it on or off right you can level up or you right. can't but i can tell you for a fucking fact unless you're play- if you're, unless you're like a hardcore player and you're like doing it on purpose every fucking casual that plays that video game will just go oh me make number biggest possible and then oopsie now the whole game's <laughs> imbalanced because i'm now fucking 10 levels above where i should be so it's like to me i just wish they got rid of it other than that uh i'm trying to use mithra more because i hardly use mithra in the my original playthrough because i was just like i'm already attached to pyra at this point uh, fucking all my homies hate fucking mithra or whatever bollocks i was trying to pull um <laughs> <laughs> Mithra's just superior, dude. She's not. She's not I believe in Mithra's supremacy. <laughs> she's alright. I like her more so far in the second playthrough, but at the same time, I'm just like, fuck. All, all, every time she fucking talks, I'm just sitting there just giggling to myself, going, fucking Sundaray, dude. Just get out, dude. Get out. Fucking grow a pair, dude. <laughs> like, literally every time she's like, I don't like you, like, fucking smug face. Like, get in the bin. Fuck yeah, yeah, literally. She's like, literally just like, Sundaray, yeah. the fucking embodiment of that. I'm just like, I like her. She's interesting. I'm trying to use her more so I have less of a bias, but it's like, it's, I don't know. It's one of those weird things where, like you said, Hunter, the, earlier about like Persona or whatever, it's like, it's one of those weird Japanese things where I'm like, the game's like, they're two different characters, but they uh, they share the same body, but they're different, we swear. And I'm just sitting there going, yeah. this it's just like, doesn't uh, add up in my monkey brain. They just kind of, and their their one difference is which version of anime girlfriend. Yeah, what they? do you? Yeah, what do you like? <laughs> it's literally, it's like, it's like fucking. Do you like milf or do you like sundere? Which fucking stereotype do you like? You pick one because that's basically what you're choosing right here. Because that's the personalities. There is no in between. Um, but it's just one of those things where to me it's just like, oh, it's really hard for me to be like, oh, it's just two different per- it's two different characters. I'm just like, oh, it's just personalities here. It's just fucking switching on or off. And I'm like, why the fuck are you so snappy? Get off my back. <laughs> Get off <laughs> it, my it would, back. It would certainly help if, it w- if they were like drastically different and not just the one thing there. Yeah. And, it- and you know, their color scheme. Yeah, and it just it just feels like unless you really like Cinderace, you're just gonna have that constant feeling of, who are you? Like I know Pyra. Pyra is the person that I've known this whole time, and you've just shown up. And I'm like, what well, is this? I do like Mifra though. 
she's an interesting character uh, i really like her smash outfit that they added in as dlc <laughs> um it makes me like her a lot more because i just like that outfit i think it's a better outfit um i wish they added the pyra outfit from smash ultimate into xenoblade 2 as well because i'm just like hey why not they're better outfits in my opinion um i just really like their designs mainly because it's just like i feel less fucking awkward like i just feel less awkward being like oh cool <laughs> mifra's wearing some clothes that's nice it feels like i can play this game in front of my parents now yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah and i wish i could say the same about pyra but it's like nope you can't <laughs> Um, but no, I'm enjoying it. One of the only games that I've played where my sister's like seeing me play and be like, but why does she look like that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just all you like, it, I swear. It, she's, she's been witness to me like playing Metal Gear Solid 3 where Eva constantly wears a biker jacket that's unzipped with no shirt underneath. <laughs> so like, it's peculiar that even Xeno played Eclipse to that. It's, it, it, honestly i am just sitting there all the time just like whenever someone like i have my friend Eamon who's listening to the podcast listens to the podcast he's always like i don't think i could ever play xenoblade 2 uh, or xenoblade for the and, um, and his two reasons are one the voice acting in two which i always say is it's like fucking you love it because it's bad at times but you just you just it, once you're in you're in it's like one of those things where it's like rex's voice actor can be the worst thing on the planet and sometimes he is the worst thing on the fucking planet um but it just Anytime it just works to scream yeah it just works at times you know and he does have some good moments in there he does mm-hmm. have some good moments but the second it's thing, all in the back half of the game but yeah yeah I, I don't know there are some points like there's the point in chapter i think it is in this in the chapter that i am in at the moment where you go to fonset and there's that moment and i'm like there mm-hmm. are moments where i'm like oh here's some like actual character like here's some actual moment which is kind of like yeah it's a bit weird taking your like being going to a certain place. Like, I'm trying not to spoil it for people that haven't played it, but it's, it's a bit <laughs> weird going to a certain place and going, "Here's my waifu." <laughs> like, this basically shows my up walking with... body pillow. Yeah, dude. It just, that's one thing about Zedaby that Zedaby Two that will always just make me laugh. Where it's just like, "Oh, I see you." Re- like, I, uh, how like, "Oh, I resonated with my crawl crystal, and now here's my wife, dude." Like, this is how this world works. <laughs> it's just like. It's just kind yeah. of weird. It's just like, oh yeah, we're connected for life now. So I guess I'm horny for you. I guess that's how that works, dude. Like that's just it. If I die, you die too. Yeah. It's just always. It just always. That, that just always makes me laugh because it's like I just feel bad for the blades in a way because it's like, yeah, they may like actually like fall in love with the driver, but they're just like, oh look, you're really old now. <laughs> You can literally just watch, you're watching your lifespan just fade away because you're just like, oh, fuck, he's really old. Anyway, <laughs> I, I digress. Xenoblade 2, very good. Um, very good game. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The character models sometimes put him off and I'm like, I can see it. But I'm also just sitting there being like, I swear Pyra slash Mifra have a good fucking personality and a good story. Yeah. I swear, I swear. They're actually kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um interesting not interesting instead of like being ho- like what? Oh, i don't know what word i'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of like describe it not horny like like um kind of like um 
kind of. Oh god, this is. <laughs> the caffeine's gotten to him. The, the caffeine's ran out. That's the problem. It's like we've hit the lull. Oh, we're, no. we're two hours. We're at two hours. It's like done. He's out of thinky You're juice. Out. I'm out of think. I'm out of thinky juice. Dude. I, is endearing the word you're looking for? Yeah, uh, kind of. Compelling. No, no. They're kind of. I'm trying to. Like. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, the only thing I can think of is they're not horny. Like, they're kind of just, like, kind of. God, I can't. We're just going to roll with it, and maybe the fucking word will come back to me. Anyway, that's going to bug me. It's gonna. It's one of those things where it's stuck in my head now. It's going to bug me. I can usually help people come up with words they're looking for, but, yeah, but I, I need—I don't have anything to go off of here. <laughs> I, and the, I don't know what the opposite of horny is. Yeah, but so. it's not—it's not the—it's—it's not the—it's it's not, the, um, not the opposite of horny. Though. That's the thing. The word that I'm after isn't the opposite of horny, but it's like if I'm trying to say that a character is sexualized nice no yeah like the but yeah but they're pers- wholesome oh thank you oh, you, oh. <laughs> oh fucking hell dude oh don't do that to me mid-podcast that's inappropriate that was fucking that 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 was so satisfying dude oddly satisfying dude. when someone finally oh yes wholesome was the word oh we got it oh god that did oh thank god that would have killed me if that had gone on any longer well, that was anyway. a shot in the dark but yeah wholesome was the word they're quite wholesome as yeah, characters thank you <laughs> we got it well done team well done um <laughs> but no well yeah two hours jeez i guess we'll do the outro with that that has been our show everybody um thank you so much for listening this week we've had fun that's a good episode i've had fun we've had stuff to talk about it's like yes yeah, let's go nice. could do with this every week it'd be great um but no two as, hours every week no not two hours just having stuff to talk <laughs> he about. just means like a thing to talk about i, I think mean, most of the i i was expecting half an hour more in that but i guess the caffeine just the caffeine really what? got ethan going <laughs> i mean if like i'm i'm willing i don't have a limit on these episodes if we have stuff to talk about and we're having a good time like i can do these for <laughs> ages yeah. it's just I can do this like i remember when we started we used to struggle getting to an hour and now it's like now the average kind of lands around an hour 20 90 minutes is where we kind of land now and two hours i'm just like yeah two hours it's kind of reminded me of how we got three hours into persona 5 real i'm like how did we ever get it Good lord but now i'm now that i'm sitting here that. now that i'm sitting here i'm like if i had to i could chat shit for another hour i can see i can see how we got there i can see how we got there yeah but now that's been our show this week thank you ever so much especially if you've got made it this far for listening this week hope you've had fun let us know uh what your thoughts and feelings about everything that we talked about today in the comments or uh, ask us on twitter uh our links as always are on screen now you can find us on twitter and youtube etc and all those places um and if you would be so kind you can always go and follow us on twitter subscribe to both of our youtube channels we'd really appreciate it and then if you're an audio listener you can head into the description or go to the link tree where you can find us on all your favorite podcast services such as spotify google play and itunes but with that that's been our show we'll be back next week for the first annual e3 predictions because we didn't get to do it last year (laughs) um but yeah we'll be here to talk about e3 next week it's time for content for at least a month but hey let's get to it the filler arc is over everyone for now (laughs) there's nothing in july don't get your finished nothing yet in july fingers crossed chris tales comes out in july oh does it i feel like we've been waiting on that game for ages 
It was anyway. supposed to come out last year. Yeah, yeah, I thought it did. Anyway, that's my show. Thank you so much for listening slash watching this week. We'll be back same time, same place next week for more. But until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. To the moon. <laughs>